Hey everybody, this is Junk T from the Creative Riding Motorcycle Podcast. Every Monday, I look forward to sitting around and listening to four or five assholes, three beautiful women, and possibly a special guest. If that sounds like something that's right up your alley, check out the Motorcycles and Misfits Podcast coming to you every Monday from sunny Santa Cruz, California. Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits. Who? Here at the Recycle Garage. Where? In, oh, so sunny. Santa Cruz, California. Why? And this is probably the longest sound check we've ever had because we got so many fucking people here. It's the worst. This is the most people we fit into (laughs) the train room. How many people, Liza? Several. So many. How many fucking people? All of the people. We've got 12 now, but you know Mike's going to be coming in all stealth like. He's like three people. I feel like that's the last way I would describe Mike. (laughs) It's amazing. He comes in stealth, but then he just erupts. See how many of us we can fit in a phone booth, huh? So, in the train room tonight, we've got Micah. Yo, yo, wiki, wiki. Next to that, after a long hiatus. Of one week. We've got, no, two weeks. Was it two weeks? Two weeks. Oh, I'm sorry, We've got Miss Emma. Hello, darlings. Coming up next, we've got. (laughs) Such a buildup. Hi, this is Nock. How you doing? (laughs) Exotic number one. Yeah. yeah. Running the board tonight, we've got Bagel. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, man. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> if there's any children, go hide. <laughs> lock, you know, lock I, your doors. I never thought the first letter of the alphabet could sound like that. Yeah. Go, go, to, go to Canada. B. Hey, on the pretty girl couch next to me, we've got. Cat, my butt hurts. Meow. <laughs> so I know I sat like, too much. You today. like talking about your butt. When it's you? safe, you'll fr- <laughs> fr- Oh no, we've got glitching. Glitching <laughs> phone. So, also on the pretty girl couch tonight, we've got Douglas. Hi. No, uh-huh. You've been gone too long to do the one. I'm thing. back, motherfucker. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have you back here, Doug. It's good to be back, let me tell you. We missed you. Yay. Yeah. Being all somber in the corner. Are you flirting with me, Doug? Fuck buddy? GP Sports. We've got Charlie. We, we fucking suck. I try to order shit for them. I tell them exactly what I need. They give me the exact wrong thing. <laughs> the exact <laughs> wrong thing. Tell us, how you, tell us how you really feel, Charlie. <laughs> like, I got shims a day. I'm like, I need a 9.5. And, and then they're like, oh, 9.5. And they bring me a 7.5. And it's like, I don't know. I don't, it's fucking Jesus. Fuck. You need 18 bucks you from you. Uh, bike Bandit? You can get those shims. Okay, yeah, Bike Bandit fucked it. me over like two weeks ago. Well, but I, wanted, I wanted it that day. Charlie, that's a fascinating story. Next to Charlie, we've got <laughs> Bex. Aloha. Who brought some amazing meat. I, I do good meat. It was very good meat. <laughs> she likes good meat. I didn't get any meat. I, I that's, too right, long. that's right. Oh, there's plenty of couscous for you, Doug. I had some. Okay. It was delicious. Next to that, age, uh, exotic number two, we've got Henry. I'm exotic number two. What's up? <laughs> Coming around the corner. You racist motherfucker. We've got Ben. Hi, nice to meet you all. Hi. <laughs> Actually, I know everyone here. I don't know who I'm talking to. I know, but you've been a guest on the show before. Ben. I have. Long time ago, I was long a guest. Now I'm here with all my friends. Yeah, it's nice Can to I have you. Here. An exotic that you too? met five minutes ah. ago. You what? Well, yeah, but 
you gave me a hand job already, oh, so yeah, you yeah, know yeah. we're pretty close. <laughs> the back of the alleyway. Happy calluses. Yeah. He's got calluses and oil girls. That's, oh. Come on, that's good. <laughs> it was the, just uh, a dumpster rub. It didn't to get a Dutch rub. It could have been more. It could have been more than the alleyway. Oh, oh, God. Bringing up no rape jokes. Bringing up the caboose. No rape jokes. We've got Scott. Hola. I get to be the caboose. Yeah, you're What's the caboose in the train room. Oh. End of the line, baby. End of the line. Choose you. The guy who walks at the back of the line to make sure everyone else is all right. It's a big responsibility, Scott. Suck it up. I thought it was more like the pivot guy or something. Okay. Fair play. Right. Well, he's the guy in the back, so he gets stabbed first and we all run. Hey, let's let's talk about big what, responsibility. What we did yeah. this weekend. We did things. We did things. Did we? Um, well, some of us did. First, I'd like to say uh, that um, Knock is a hard negotiator. What did and, I negotiate? Well, I invited I him out on a little adventure with me, and his he he would agree to go only <laughs> if I let him use my Super Duke. Yeah, I was regretting that uh, decision a little bit later. What? But it's a fun bike. What? <laughs> it's it's a fun bike. Well, for the riding, but yeah, it was it was good when it was good, and it was difficult to control when it was difficult to control. You just can't handle it. Probably. Yeah. It's probably right. He can't handle the twitch. Oh. No, it's, it's, had, it's like 10 pounds very, of pressure on the tires. It's very res- <laughs> the throttle is very responsive. If you're in a lean, you got to make sure that fucking right hand is nice and steady. It's twitchy. It's yeah. Um, but so the three of us did a nice little ride, a little adventure. I wanted to go check out um, some motorcycle shops and do some more exploring, and we found some cool stuff. And yeah. we found a local guy doing amazing custom BMWs, but he's using. Okay, wait. Um, How do we start out? We started. I'm trying to remember what we. Well, did. we start out with lunch at the airport. Yeah. Here's a little tip: <laughs> a great destination on a motorcycle ride are small airports a lot of them have little restaurants and yeah it's really cool so uh we we're gonna pretty decent food. watsonville we've been up spaghetti. to yeah. uh yeah all sorts of these little airports yeah, yeah. you, you remember when we too. did the mileage run and yeah. we ended up in monterey airport at uh what's that the golden tea uh, can i just ask why you don't choose a nice place to eat no no, no it was a very nice restaurant yeah. in an airport and yeah. we got to watch auto gyros I taking off and landing <laughs> do you guys know what an auto gyro is yes no, yes. No, I do not. Sorry. It auto gyrates. Cool. No. It's like a it's like a little a passenger airplane fucked the helicopter and now you have a helicopter I slash will airplane. give you bonus points if you can tell me who invented them. Mr. Gyro. Oh, a Sikorsky, wasn't it? No, Barnes Wallace. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so and we were watching um uh, hang, uh parachuters coming down and it was really cool. Great great place to go for lunch. But uh, we discovered a shop um, over by Fox Fox Shocks. Yeah. And it's the um, Wonderleach. 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 Yeah. America distributor. Yep. But on the side, they're doing these amazing custom BMWs. And I think he said he was working with like 80s and 90s or 70s and 80s bikes. I, I say. saw some modern bikes that he was doing custom work for. But he specializes mm-hmm. in those yeah. those boxer twins. Right. Uh, we're going to have him on the podcast in the future. Um, oh, you know, we we're, that office is also next to formerly the uh, CRG. CRG Levers. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. So, um, yeah, we're discovering all sorts of stuff. And then uh, we went down to Salinas because I wanted to check out some Chinese bikes. Well, let me tell you why I wanted to check them out. 
this parlays into somebody who got a new bike last week. Was it me? It was. Uh, it was. The Gromp clones are not real. Fuck you. Fuck you, Charlie. So, <laughs> uh, Charlie and Micah got some Groms. Well, well we they got, got a, a Grom, Grom and their friend got another Grom. Because all oh, little bikes should it. come in pairs. <laughs> yeah. It's, true. it's amazing. Um, the couple who... Uh, owned the two before, rode them for, they brought them brand new, their 2015s, and then rode them for about 200 miles and had a baby and did more dirt biking than anything else when they had the free time, so decided to sell the Groms. 200 miles, huh? Two, they had like 250 wow. miles on them or something like yeah. that. And then Charlie crushed one. <sighs> I didn't crash yeah. one, I dropped one. <laughs> okay, what no, else are he you was supposed to do with it. You're supposed Charlie, to drop I think it. you said in the moment, I got my knee down. Well, and then I was dragging my knee in the other parking lot, and I went to this parking lot, oh, and the I front see. washed out. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds like uh, your your brain washed out. So, how much fun are you having on that little thing? Oh my god, it's so much fun! The first day, I could not ride it without smiling, and it did wear off until like three days in and now I can ride it with a mostly normal face. Um, still working on it though. Um, it's just a ridiculous amount of fun. I mean they're 225 pounds wet so amazingly like nimble and flickable and awesome. Just so much fun. I saw you pull up on the first day and you came fucking tearing into the driveway <laughs> and like I was super stoked because you ride pretty confidently on uh, on Goose but you ripping up into the driveway and like the look on your face and how you were riding and everything you were so fucking confident and it was just like so awesome to see. <laughs> you were gleaming yeah. when I saw yeah. you come in. Totally. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. hoon bikes. Um, so I am going to have to learn mm. how to do a wheelie. That's going to be my next task. Get on the God. dirt. Right. Our little, my little girls growing up. Yeah. I, would like, I, would, I would like to point out that a full set of brand new fairings is cheaper than crash bars. <laughs> you have to rub it in, don't you? Just get a little tiny baby cage on it. <laughs> well, the thing with crash bars, they dig into the, they can dig into grass and stuff. Yeah, well, you know. I mean, I've ridden it almost a hundred miles now, so I need to fill up the one gallon tank again. Three dollars and fifty cents. So it's gonna be really That's hard amazing. on my wallet. <laughs> That's so perfect. You just need to try harder. I definitely think you can get that gas mileage to dive pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, soon you'll be like a Prius. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. Well, and I have to say, um, so I sat on it. And and I was surprised that at six foot tall that I wasn't. Your knees up on are it. above your head. We're talking you about that thing. Dude, uh, <laughs> I've, been, in the pits. I've been tighter on an SV650 than really? on a Grom. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, they're, they're very comfortable little bikes. Totally, they fit me really, really well. I'm five mm. five, um, but I've had everyone has ridden it. So people who are like slightly shorter than me, two people who are much taller than me, and front. What I've heard, well, everyone has come back with a huge smile on their face. So that tells you what kind of bike it is. But um, it's seems to fit everyone pretty well. I tried to hate it, but I couldn't. Mm-hmm. No, it's a fun bike to ride. It's it's amazing to ride that thing in San Francisco, too, where it's a total shit show. Like, I've actually stopped at a stoplight, and it was a long one. I turned off the bike, and I just walked it across the pedestrian <laughs> walkway, and I just went, I, eh, got back on road again. I like do a complete that. asshole. It's awesome. <laughs> so, I 
assume though that um, it's going to be amazing on the little, little track. Stopping. I tried to go on Friday, but no one wanted to come with me. I'm so yeah. sad about it. So I'm going to try and go soon. That will that'll be fun. We're going to go next weekend to Dixon, not Stockton. Yeah, we're going to Dixon oh, wow. if anyone wants to come with What's us. What's a Dixon? Yeah. Where's that? It's, it's way down south. It's by far as fuck. Bakersfield. Below yeah, Bakersfield. Oh, God. Really? Wait. Yeah. No. Oh. Is it? There's a track it's down right there. By Sacramento. Yeah, it's by what? Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's pretty far. I was like, no, we're not going that way. We're, we're going. <laughs> It's like not happening. Vacaville. Yeah, we're. Bex, you can't talk into the side of the mic. It doesn't work. You have to. Fairfield, Vacaville. Oh, okay. Just uh, southwest of Sacramento. So you guys found like that dream deal of finding a great yeah. used bike at a good price, and it's pretty. But um, <laughs> would you have paid full price? What is full price on these? Thirty-seven, no. Emma. What is? Yeah, they're, they're about You're like four grand out the door. Yeah, they're four out the door. Really? And fuck. This is how small the motorcycling community is. The previous owner of those bikes, I I went out to dinner with Michelle probably a week before, Mm. and we had a conversation. She said, you know, I really want a bigger bike. I think I'm going to put the Groms up for sale. And I said, well, what are you going to ask for them? And she said a figure. And I said, you know, try and come up with a bit more realistic figure. I think this is where you want to be. Um, Did you give her low bar, no, low ball numbers? No, I mean, I yeah. gave her a realistic figure that I thought they were worth. And yeah. so she put them on Craigslist for that. And it was a great price. And I know that Charlie and Mike had got them for 100 bucks less than that. Mm. There, there are some things, like the, the red was out. And right, right. The well, and the turns, Yeah, and the like, turn signals weren't working on either of the bikes. So we had to go through that and fix that there first. There some little things or but whatever. But. The truth is... I think the Grom and the the Z125 Kawasaki, they're worth it. For a new bike, they're worth the price. Mm -hmm. If you can get a dream deal for a used one, that's gravy. Mm -hmm. But, you know, for four grand out the door, there's very little you can buy that's any good. Well, and so that brought up the question for me. I was wondering, you know, I I mean, it's fun. And... uh, but uh, four grand. So, actually, our friend Yuri had sent me a message um, about that new Benelli, right? Grom clone, and I'm like, Benelli. Benelli is a name I associate with nice bikes. But apparently, apparently, you're gonna learn. Talk to you like that. How do you? Uh, yeah. Define apparently, nice. they they took another route in the last decade or so um and so they uh, are designed designed it and they're going to have a company named ssr make it so then i went down the what is an ssr rabbit hole found that ssr is a chinese company i believe mm-hmm. that um are making all sorts of bikes and have their own grom clone they also have like a power sports song where they're selling side by sides because we saw a couple ssr mm-hmm. side by sides yeah. so we went down to yeah. selena's uh motorcycle center because i had a whole bunch of these ssrs listed as well as hyosung and mm-hmm. uh i forget what else i had um bikes that i've been telling people to avoid at all cost all this time but i wanted to give it another shot because i thought you know maybe it's possible that they've gotten a little bit better or maybe it's possible that at the right price point it's worth it for some people if i was to buy one of these little groms i'm never going to get the mileage uh i'm never going to put the miles on i maybe put you know a thousand miles on it so maybe it's better for me to buy for two grand half the price to buy a grom clone 
you know? Well, so I wanted to check them out. And um, they look kind of nice. The, at least the Grom clone things. And they also had Groms. They also had the was Z125. 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 They had them all there. They said they sold out of the Benelli's. Um, but then they had these other SSR bikes. Yeah, these are these are cool. Kind of interesting. Like the Bobber and the Buccaneer, yeah, right? I, cool yeah. in air quotes. Um, I like that they're making these bikes like the the bobber looks like something Mike would make, but yeah. it comes prefab like that, and I think it's thirty five hundred bucks. Can I uh, can I just say something about the bobber? Yeah, go ahead. That was interesting. The um, that that cover plate on the side with yeah. the pinstriping. What was that covering up? Is it like covering up the airbox or something? It was the Maybe. AirPod. It's an yeah. AirPod filter. Oh, you see, so funny because when you it's look at it, uh, like straight up from the horizontal, you're like, oh, cool, like a fake air, uh, fake oil thing, and then yeah. you, you just move slightly to the right and you see it's just a, <laughs> yeah. a flat like um, plate yeah, metal plate a metal, metal plate, plate. Yeah. yeah but it was still really cool <laughs> I did like the floating seat and the, yeah. the scoop uh, it was it was really cool the what was the name the, of that model the cruisers are butt ugly uh, I don't remember but they yeah. also have a um, a, a, a ruckus clone mm-hmm. yeah. and the other thing I really like they have these um, like 70s moped clones hmm is that is that Bosley? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bosley. That's Henry fucking around um, with his leg. They have these like vin- looks like a vintage moped, like a not a Tomos, but um, right. like a Peugeot, like I a think. Poop, yeah, or a puke. Yeah. yeah, and um, they're but they're brand new. They and they also had side by sides, all sorts of stuff. So hang on, I'm, hang on. Sorry, a, a what? A Peugeot? Yeah, they, yeah. Peugeot. Yeah, it's right. Not fair enough. Um, <laughs> I think it's pre- a but Peugeot. But I'm wondering right? um, what people in the room think of these Chinese. Magnesium. And do you have you guys heard anything? Are they getting better? No. Can I? Can I? If, <laughs> yeah. If I can jump in, and and please don't think this is is biased because I work at a dealership mm-hmm. where we sell the Hondas and Kawasaki's. The argument is. Okay, Groms are made in China. The Kawasaki Z125 is made in China. Right. So, therefore, everything in China is going to be okay. But it's absolutely not true. Well, There's a standard the, they have to the, meet. Exactly. The Honda plant in China... Honda have got plants all over the world. They've got a plant in Belgium. They've got a plant in Japan, of course. They've got a plant in Amsterdam. They've got one in Chiswick in London. They're everywhere. And they're all built to a theoretical standard. And yeah, I mean, some are better than others. But at the end of the day, if it's got a Honda name on the badge, they're standing behind it. And we've had... I mean, we've we've had warranty problems with Groms. We've had recalls with Groms. We've had recalls with Kawasaki Z125s. And there's yeah. never a question, because it's a friggin' Honda. I mean, it's just like recalls just happen. For Re- I mean, recalls just that. happen. Yeah. But the bike is built to a standard. <coughs> it's very tempting when you see something like the Benelli. You say, well, it's half the price. I think you're probably getting half the bike. Because Benelli really, they're just trying to move units right now. They've got no real standard to live up to. The Benelli's, I think of from back in the 70s, I mean, they're long gone now. Um, So, I mean, try one, but keep your mind very, very open and don't expect Honda reliability. Let me ask you a question, though. I mean, what what, is it? Is it that the the copper and the wires are are cheap and then, like, what the casting is? Pretty much everything. Yeah, the casting's cheap. The quality of the metal's cheap. The quality of the finish is cheap. Before we went to this um, motorcycle store, we went to the actually Honda. uh, What was it that we went to, Leslie? It was a Honda. Honda. We went to an actual Honda dealer. 
and they had the brand new 2016 whatever bikes they had and if putting those side by side by the SSR stuff oh, you can tell oh yeah it's it's night and day difference the paint's thicker we, the polish is better the castings are nice the paint on the engine is nicer um, um, you'll see where the money goes and you know here in coastal California we mm. live in a pretty toxic environment with the yeah. weather I mean yeah. there's salt in the air um Anybody who commutes up and down Highway 1, you're just getting pounded by I, salt air. And one year down the road, all the Chinese bikes are looking really scabby. Um, yeah. On the Buccaneer, the, bo- the cool-looking bobber thing, I was looking yeah. at the clip-ons, and I noticed that the paint on the brand-new bike was already starting to chip off, and it was brass clip-ons underneath. Huh. Not aluminum, not steel. It was just just cheap brass. Yeah, brass plated. This is a brand well, new bike well, for zero brass miles, too. Cheap, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but oh. so like, I mean, if all you're using the bike for is like some pit bike they are using once every two months or something. Right. It's, you know, it's, it's cost over value, but if you're going to ride it to school every day or, you know, whatever. Yeah. You mean. Wait, but I mean, forgive me. I mean, two yeah. grand's two grand. I mean, I'd be upset if, even if I... <laughs> If I spent two grand on a bike and it still fell apart six months later, yeah. I'd still yeah. be upset. Even yeah. well, you know, okay, it was half the price of a Honda, but it still fell apart. You know, my shiny bike now is just covered in scabby rust. So I, you, I'd still be upset. Uh, I mean, it's, my it's, thing it's, is just that, like, uh, why buy a brand new, probably worse quality one when you can get a slight? It, it's going to be used, but it's going to be better quality overall for a similar price. I, I have an answer for this. Please. So I am a 23-year-old female who goes to college and has a shitty paying job and making my credit <laughs> score go up is this like insane uphill battle. So if I right. can finance a small, cheap, and possibly cheaply made vehicle that I could also hoon about and use for, I don't know, like learning how to stunt on, then I'm gonna oh. fucking do that. <laughs> But because I can't finance a well, seven-dollar yeah, fairing. You gotta look at the fixability though. of it I mean, too, because if you can't fix it, because they yeah. change like parts mid-production run, it's like, oh, we're gonna use this different carburetor on it, right? And the timing marks don't make I, sense. Well, oh, Benelli if, doesn't if, really. I, I think they're a little s- more well-known than that. I think you can swap well, a lot of parts on these things. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I feel like it'd be you'd have a hard time getting an old-fashioned with the Chinese motorcycle. You know what yeah. I step in as someone who doesn't have a bike right now like and i'm looking to buy one okay so if i've got like two grand and i'm gonna take that risk for me personally i'm not gonna go dump two grand on something that might break when i could take that two grand and put it towards something that maybe costs like three thousand five hundred which is way better and has like twice the reliability if i lost two grand i'm gonna be i'm poor too like i think most of us here are poor like i'm i would be fucking pissed like i think the sensible thing to do is to save up a bit more money and get like something more reliable but that that's just you know that's my take on it yeah but if all you have is two grand and you want one of these little grom kind of well, things oh, sure. you're not okay, going to find on. one for two grand hold on I mean well, this so this is an option the, if you want to actually build credit maybe you could put two grand on a grom or some kind of other used consignment bike and then finance the last thousand bucks what, so, so what's to say that this Benelli isn't reliable though everybody is focusing on the fact that they just think that it's not fucking reliable when the brand has proved itself as a, as a well, no, 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 hold on a second Benelli Benelli it's, it's Benelli is uh, it's a very different they make Benelli. shotguns yeah first off so what was that that they had some of the other Benelli. Um, is it what are they called? They TNTs. The, yeah, the TNTs. TNT, like six hundred tornado yeah. or something. Right, and, yeah. and this is not an actual Benelli. This is a Benelli badge 
SSR. But let, let me tell you something about Benelli's from from back in the day because yeah. I mean Benelli's always made just crushingly handsome bikes. Yeah. Back in the seventies, and everybody knows this. When, when I first was a guest on the show, said, "What's your up the butt bike?" Mm-hmm. And it's still the same now. It's a Benelli seven fifty six. But the reality about Benelli 756s is, number one, the transmissions fell out of them at 10,000 miles. Number two, they couldn't keep oil inside the engine. They couldn't keep gas inside the tank. <laughs> the the electrics were a joke. You took the headlight sure off. they weren't made in England, Emma. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Worse, they're Italians. Yeah. Exactly. But as a bike, they were pretty poor. But they were just so crushingly yeah. handsome, and they were expensive. So there's no real reliability. There's no real legacy there. And Brit bikes were very, very unreliable back in the day. The difference is, and we've talked about this before on the podcast, is the reverence for domestic the domestic product and this is what we see in america with people with harleys there's always going to be a reverence for the domestic product and in england certainly in the 70s when i was starting out biking yeah we we had japanese super bikes but the guys who were riding the triumph and the nortons yeah they were kind of the serious guys you know and they always were back then and oh. you, you kind of almost graduated, as daft as it sounds, you graduated from a 754 or a Water Buffalo to a Norton Commando or a Triumph Bonneville. Even though it was a cheaper bike, it was a step up because it was almost like you were stepping up on the social scale in bikers. Incredibility. Also, would you say that the fact that there were just a crap ton of those British bikes made it so that everybody could sort out the situation much more yeah, readily? Yeah, I mean, you know, we, 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 got, yeah, we got good at fixing them. Right, um, right. But, you know, I don't know. Um, I would love to say that Italian riders got good at fixing Benelli's, but there were some pretty fundamental problems there. Yeah, but there were with lazy. all Italian. Even Ducatis back then. I mean, Ducati yeah. 750 and 900 SSs, which are fantastic bikes. But, God, the electrics were a joke. And it was known that the electrics were a joke. Same with Moto Guzzi's back then. Yeah. 70s Moto Guzzi's, I mean, stuff that dreams are made of. Here's the thing, though. I realize that um, these cheap bikes are a lot like the bikes we're riding in Pakistan. Those bikes are... Yeah. I think nine hundred to eighteen hundred dollars, maybe. I think eighteen hundred dollars American is really expensive. They were Hondas, though, yeah. Well, they're Atlas Hondas. Okay, wait. So it's Atlas then Honda, or is it like a Atlas Atlas makes it and they license Honda, license Honda, much like what we're talking about with these companies. And these bikes um, are made cheap. And when Moyne buys them for our trips, they last for about two years before they're right. done because hmm. okay, we beat them up however all of the local Pakistanis make them last for like 20 years they I mean they use coat hangers to weld things and rocks to bang things and they can keep them running so that's my question is in these um, other countries that are dealing with the same low budget vehicles but yet they manage to keep no them but it's running. different it's different is and it? I'll tell you why it's different the Atlas Honda is a carburetor push rod single it's a very very simple bike it's got push rods it's got a carburetor it's 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 a bike from the 70s that has made it into really the 21st century you can't get away with that in america anymore with the emissions with everything so you're buying a chinese bike that has electronic ignition fuel injection Probably ABS. In fact, it has to have ABS now. Mm. It's an extremely complex machine. 
And when you add complexity to a bike, you have to be very, very careful to make sure it stays reliable. And it catches a lot of the um, big manufacturers out. But the difference is you get a warranty to put it right. You know, you get so, a warranty to put it right. So, so yeah. who are these bikes like marketed towards then? I mean, like who are the people who are buying these bikes? I Pe- mean, they're out there, and you know, people are selling them. Who's buying them? That's people, what I want to know. People who are cheap and want a new bike. Well, the <laughs> people who want to grow up for half the price. I talked to Phil when we were in Cleveland for um, the uh, AMA thing, and we stopped off at Cleveland Moto on the way back. And I was talking to Phil, and I said, "Well, how do? You, how well, did you do with the buddy scooters?" Which, of course, are made in... Uh, are they made in Ta- China? Taiwan. Taiwan. Yeah. And he said, it's perfect. We move a lot of them. Because, of course, everybody wants a Vespa. Mm-hmm. But for people who simply can't afford a Vespa, they'll buy a Buddy. But the Buddies actually have quality control on their factories. Though. Of sorts. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, they, it's yeah. not a Vespa. Yeah, it's not a Vespa, but it, it is a very well-made bike. Okay. Yeah. What so. about the modifications that you can do to have a Buddy go 80 miles an hour? Hmm? Well, I mean, you, you can modify any that. bike to make it faster. <laughs> you want to do, but... You know, I'd, I'd trust a Vespa with modifications okay. going 80 more than you, a... You drill so out the buddy. jets, right? All right, so like... Yeah. <laughs> for, the Ves, for the Vespa example, then it just becomes like a luxury item where you just want to buy a brand name, irrespective of, you know, well, the Vespa's, what's out there. No, right? a Vespa's quite nice. Right, they are. It, it, I mean, that's why very, very you nice. want a Vespa. Because yeah. they're nice and you also have the name. But if you're, if you're, the context of which you're, of your purchase is, I need affordable, cheap transportation, maybe a $2,000 TNT, you know, whatever that was, might be worth yeah. it. You um, may not have a I mean, choice. I mean, right, exactly. One thing I'd like to quickly point out is that Groms came out in 2015. So they started out at that price. And now they're starting, now since they've been out for a few years, they're starting to become a reasonable price. They're starting to see them for two grand. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. Hey, guys. Hey. Guess hey. what time it is. No, that was a good good one. (laughs) No, it's game time. Oh, I like games. We are playing a game tonight. And if we did this right, (laughs) we have on the phone Brian Gosney. Brian, are you there? Brian. It better not be Paul. Wait, is it muted? No. Brian, are you there? Can you hear me? Hey! How you doing, Brian? Hello, Brian Darling. Hello there. Hey. Hey, Brian. So Welcome we're going to do a little trivia Thanks. game with you. And you get to choose which misfit you're going to go against. It's going to be best of three. Yeah. You get to go against either Mike or Micah. Hmm. Mm, Mike. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> right. that's so, fucked and up. here's how it works. You're going to get the first shot at the question. You're going to have three choices. Yep. If you do not get it right... Mike can steal. You got to get two out of three to win. Okay. I want. I want a handy. Okay. <laughs> so this uh, this quiz is about world records, and it's all motorcycle associated. Yeah, you ready? Okay. All right. Okay. Question. Uh, India, June twenty first, two thousand fourteen. Monty Star A carried. What? Yeah. Monty Star A carried a motorcycle weighing up 242 pounds up and down a flight of stairs. How many stairs did he do? A, 8, B, 17, C, 32. And just to be clear, he just picked a bike up with his arms like if you had a dead bike on the side of the road. He just picked it up and carried it. I could fucking do that. (laughs) All right. So, what are the options again? A, 8, B, 17, C, 32. 
All right, go for it. I'm going to go with B. All right, I'm going to go with C. Oh, both of you guys. Wait, hold on, wait, oh. wait, wait. He gets to... Oh, that's right. Yeah, so he went for A. Knock, what was the answer? The answer was A. Eight. Oh! Oh, come on. He got it right. Does this guy look like that guy from Street Fighter, the Indian? With those skinny-ass <laughs> fucking arms? <laughs> ah, so Mike, you, you, can, you can only steal if he doesn't get it right. All right, all right. All right, what's the second question? Second question. New South Wales, Australia, April 9th, 2016. Most women riding motorcycles at once... <laughs> A, 1,002. B, 10,002. On one bike? No. No. <laughs> totally. Riding in a group. Basically, it's a giant dikes on bikes. Yeah. Oh. C, <laughs> C, 30,002. Are you sure it's not just 34? Okay, so did you catch it? It's a all-women's ride. How many were on this ride? Were they all wow, lesbians? <laughs> oh, God. And this, remember, these are Guinness World Records. But yeah. were they lesbians? <laughs> we could say that. I'm going to go with B. B, 10,002. Mike? I want to know if they're Wait, lesbians. Wait, Is he got it right or not? No, that is incorrect. That is incorrect. Mike? All right, Mike, you get to steal. <laughs> Wait, the I was choice... thinking about lesbians. What did he say? Did he say A or B? So your you choice, said, you Mike, said... is between... Uh, 1,002 A and C, 30,002. I fucking hate numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, say them again. <laughs> oh, my God. A, 1,002 <coughs> B or C, uh, 30,002. Imagine one lesbian versus Yo, 30 lesbians. I'm just lesbians. thinking of like, it's either been my worst nightmare or like heaven. You know, that many women. <laughs> yes. Like, and the if like, how yes. many women sure set the world them, record? I'm sure some of them say, were lesbian. I'm going to say C, the lesbians. No. No. That's incorrect. <laughs> Point goes to Brian. Christ. Good job, Brian. All right. We got third question. Third here. question. This is for the money, right? Okay. Colorado, July 9th, 2013. The record for the most church employees being pulled off, pulled in office chairs behind a motorcycle being driven by a pastor wearing a cape happened. <laughs> wow. Wait. How many how many people were being pulled? A seven. What B, were they? Wait, what were they okay. pulling? <laughs> they're being. God, you gotta open your fucking ears. They're right? being pulled by a pastor on something. Wait a second, a priest. All right, there's a pastor on a motorcycle wearing a cape. Oh, why is that important? A bunch of parishioners in office chairs, and they set a world record. You got this now, Mike? Wait, That's is, crazy. Is there, how many people was he pulling? <laughs> is there a yeah, different yeah, yeah. record for a guy without a cape? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay how I'm many good. people were being pulled? A seven. B11, C19. Were these like Ikea chairs? All right. <laughs> Was it one Brian, chair? Brian, you I'm... get to... T- what is the answer? I'm going with A. Okay, A7. Fuck, I missed the numbers again. That is incorrect. Oh, no. incorrect. Mike, you get to steal. So tell me what B and Mike, C is again. B shot. is 11, C is 19. And they were on chairs. They were office on office chairs. chairs. Office chairs. Much the like the one you're like the one sitting I'm on. in yeah. right now. Okay, and were they tied together? Yes. Probably. Can I see a video? No. <laughs> <laughs> what was C again? Oh, my 19. Christ. Oh, my God. I don't know. 19 sounds like a lot. But I guess, you know, you want to push the envelope a little bit, right? Because it's church and shit. <laughs> Jesus is watching. These are world records. All right. Oh, Jesus knows. <laughs> uh, fuck. That guy's half our listening. Micah, again. Micah, come on. Help me out. Micah. Micah, don't fucking do me in like you. that. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with 19. Yeah, see. That is incorrect. Motherfucker. Yeah. is B, 11. Oh, fuck out of here. So I just, I a pastor understand. dragged 
11 parishioners behind Jesus a motorcycle. Yeah, that is that is the world record. Good Lord. So good job, Brian. You got all three in a row. Why is, why is the pasture in Cape important? It's not just I know, dude it's so confusing. Dude it's, it's theatrics, man. You gotta, it's all about the Holy Spirit in the Cape and the blind. What about the lipstick? Speaking lesbians? of uh, the Holy Spirit, uh, hey, uh, Brian, what's your up the butt bike? <laughs> um, you know, I've been thinking about this for months, and I, I'm not exactly sure. I think it would be a classic Indian scout. Yeah, nice. that's a good one. All right. Hey, Brian, thanks for calling in. We um, appreciate it we, very much. Do we have something we can send to Brian? Um, oh, yeah, Emma, you want to send an autographed uh, 8x10 glossy of you? Would you like an autograph? <laughs> that would be awesome. All right, yeah. Brian, it's <laughs> on its way down. Emma's got a nice poster thanks. she wants to send. All right, thanks a lot for playing. <laughs> thanks for playing, man. Thanks, thanks for you. calling. Appreciate right, it. Bye. Thanks for listening, too. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Ciao. All right. Bagel, do you have somebody on the phone there? Um, I hope so. Uh, let's go to the phone and see. Do, do we have Brian Honeycutt here? <gasps> Brian. Brian. Maybe. Me. Oh. We have Brian's voicemail. Oh no. <laughs> hi Brian. Everyone say hi to Brian. Hi Brian. Uh, hi Brian. Sorry we missed you. Uh, we wanted to play a game with Yo. you here at the Recycle Garage, but uh, Listen, we'll catch you another time. Just try again. Call again. Do me Leave a favor. an awkward voicemail. No, yeah? no, 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 no. Call Paul. <laughs> I want to talk to this motherfucker. Which, which one? You know Paul which one. Brown. <laughs> Mr. Fucking Quail himself. <laughs> All right, I got another caller on the phone. All Let's right. see who we have here. And see which misfit he wants to go up against. Hello. Hello. Hello, caller. Hey. Hello. Do, who do we have on the phone? You <laughs> did decide to call me. We got Johnny Knowles. Oh. Johnny. Hey. Bam, bam, bam. Hello, hey, John. Hello, Johnny. Hey, Johnny. We're can playing. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. We're playing trivia tonight, okay. and you are going to go up against a misfit, and you get to choose between okay. Miss Emma or Henry. Who do you want to go against? For what? Fuck. It's trivia. It's going to be trivia. For bragging rights. So, well, who do you want to go against? Miss Emma or Henry? So, do you like, want to win or lose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go up against Henry, because Emma definitely knows more about, like, classic bikes. Oh, fuck <laughs> God. Hey, but, but, yeah, uh, that's what, uh, why I wasn't talking last here. time. But you can say, oh, hi, to, you yeah. can say hi to Emma if, now, if, though. If oh, only this was yeah. trivia oh, about no. classic bikes, but it is not. This is about Guinness World Records Darling, on a motorcycle. I'm, I'm crushed. I feel Guinness so rejected. Well, yeah. no, that's a compliment, because I'm Shitty. Yeah, it was a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Henry doesn't know a goddamn thing. Yeah. No, right. Henry knows. Ask Henry what day today is. <laughs> You'll win. It's Henry All Day. Right. All right. All right, the so, question. Hold on. Oh, John, here's how it's going to work. Knox is going to ask you a question. You're going to have uh, three choices as an answer. If you get it wrong, Henry will have a chance to steal. And you're going to do best out of three questions. All right, okay. Knock, what is the question? Okay, this is uh, on the list here. Netherlands, June 22nd, 2016. L- Man, longest- that's specific. <laughs> yeah. Uh, longest <laughs> office chair train pulled by a motorcycle. Oh. How many were pulled? Did the dude have a cape? No, this one, he didn't have a cape. Uh, the answer is A, 13, B, 22, C, 31. B, B, Wait, that's, B, B, I haven't B, even B, heard of that. What did B, he, B, what, wait, one train? 
did he do? No, this he is ran a, the train okay. on a group of lesbians. Yeah, what? All right, this is so confusing to people. A guy on a motorcycle was pulling a tethered train of people in office chairs. How many people was he pulling to set the Guinness World Record? What? What are the uh, options? What are the options? Hey, he's worse than me. Hey, hold on a second. <laughs> options A, 13, B, 22, C, 31. You know what? I feel like I've seen this on the internet, and I think it's only 13. B. Okay. <laughs> that is the correct answer. Yay! Yay! Right. Well done, John. I would like the to point out. Got some right. I would like to point out to the misfits that this is a record we should go for. Oh yeah, we can. Yeah. Beat, oh hell yeah, we can that. beat that. Oh yeah, easy. We, 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 could, f- we could beat that easy. Yeah, but and what bike are you gonna take? Super Duke. Somebody with the higher boost. And, and, oh, and, too much torque. So, yes. And uh, should we do it at Laguna Seca? On the course group. Let's do a chain of milk crates. <laughs> oh, <laughs> impressive. Fuck. I'm no, just saying, fuck, a lot of these records are really low hanging fruit. We should go for them. Anyone have a cape and is a, a pastor? That can happen real oh. quick. Okay, yeah. All right, let's go to question number two. All right, question oh, number two. Sweden, right. Fe- okay, Sweden, February 17th, 2012. Olaf Ericsson completed two laps drifting a motorcycle on an ice racing track without A, a left arm, B, opening his eyes, C, wearing a shirt. <laughs> is there an all of the above? Did, did you understand that? Yeah, I understood that one. Okay. <laughs> so the uh, answers are A, a left arm without a left arm, B, opening his eyes, <laughs> C, wearing a shirt. Well, I don't think it's B. Okay. Three seconds. I'm going to... I'm gonna go with without a left arm. Okay, that is incorrect, sir. Wait, oh. oh, he just did it without a shirt. Yeah, That's not that impressive. I mean, <laughs> wait, did Henry didn't get to steal? He says he's doing it right now. Oh, did, Hen- did Henry steal? Oh, he no. didn't steal. Did you just tell him the answer? I not? did. Oh, I oh, fucked this one up. I'm gonna give the point to Johnny then. All right, yeah, get, well let's get go for Johnny. one more because I All fucked right. up. One more, Johnny. One more. Okay, okay. This is clunky That doesn't shit. mean you're smarter than me. All right. <laughs> Henry hasn't even got to try yet. <laughs> India, November 15th, 2012. Yeah. Kamal A completed 60... Sh- what? Completed 60 Charlier car... Char- Charlier. Charlier. Charlier card cuts in one minute while riding a motorcycle. What is a Charlier card cut? <laughs> That was what I was going to ask you. (laughs) Well, that's what the question is. Answer A, cutting a deck of cards into two piles and then joining them back together as a complete deck using one hand. Cutting a vegetable in in the Gord family with a thrown playing card. (laughs) C, a method of pulling a business card across the skin with such force it draws blood. A. Oh, come on. This is a fucking gimme. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that is correct. That is correct. Hey, Johnny, good job. Good job, dude. Thank you for Uh, playing along with the Misfits Uh, trivia. Thanks for playing, Johnny. And Johnny, um, we'll try and get you something. Thanks for choosing me. Yeah, we, we'll get you a prize out in the mail. Send us a stamped address envelope, Johnny. And your I'll social security you card. Pretty soon. You don't have to mail anything. No, it? actually, we're going to send you video of Emma racing around a nice track topless. Arr! 
That's it. Wait, wait, wait she's going to go for the wait. record. It's only three laps to Where's break the record. Oh, easy. Where you go. Where's this ice track? Wait, what's his up the butt <laughs> bike? <clears throat> oh, he answered this the other week. Oh. Yeah, we, we already did this. Yeah. This is the RC8. There you yeah. go. Good oh, choice. Right. All right, Johnny, have a safe drive. Thanks for playing along. Thanks, Johnny. All right, talk to you soon. Bye. I like how that last game was, right. it was Emma versus Bex. <laughs> All right, Bagel. Yes. Who do you have on the phone? We have uh, Will Christman on the line. Will, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Hey! Hey, hey Will, thanks for calling in. How are you today? I'm fantastic, guys. Fantastic. Here in uh, uh, tepidly warm Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. here's what we're doing tonight. We're doing, um, this is Guinness World Record Trivia. And you get to choose between two misfits to go against, and you're going to be competing against them. And your choice is going to be Charlie or Douglas. Oh, boy. Mm. You get to pick. Who, who are you going to pick? Uh, let's go with Douglas. Well, fuck right. you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lose. So, Nock is going to give you the question and choice between three answers. If you get it incorrect, Douglas yeah. will have a chance to steal. We're going to do three questions, see how you do. So, yeah, these, uh, these questions are going to be about motorcycle world records, so get ready. All right. Question. Philippines, September 12th, 2016. Gerard performed how many push-ups while balancing a motorcycle on his back? <laughs> a, 3, B, 17, C, 13. Uh, we'll go with uh, B, 17. B, B, uh, that is incorrect. Oh, Douglas, uh, you have wah, a chance wah. to steal. Ooh, I'm going to go with 3. That's, that's freaking impossible. Okay, that is the correct answer. Wah! Right. Point guess for the misfit. I can right. hardly do three push-ups without a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Columbus, Ohio, United States. March 4th, 2012. JT Hall bench-pressed a Yamaha XT350 how many times? A, 7, <clears throat> B, 18, C, 27. Jeez, uh, we'll go with uh, we'll go with A. A seven. That is incorrect. Doug, what is wah, your? Wah. Wah, wah. What's the other two again? The other two is B eighteen, C twenty seven. I'm gonna go with eighteen. Eighteen. That is incorrect. Oh wow. wow. The answer is twenty seven. Damn. Wow. Yeah. I rode an XT three fifty uh, last weekend. Oh yeah. Did yeah. you bench press it? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Did it loop and land on you? Did you have to bench press it off that way? <laughs> no. But I just like I know like how much it weighs, and I was like, that's that's. Impossible to do 28. Hey, caller, what's not. your up the butt bike? Uh, whoosh. well, uh, I guess these days it's an R1200 GS. I, uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, I rode a Ninja, I rode a 2013 uh, Ninja 650 with ABS, but uh, last summer I went on a uh, about an 8,000 mile uh, solo moto camping trip around the nation and nice. it's a nice bike, but it's not a, it's not a, like a proper touring bike. So. Right. Well, cool. Thanks for sharing that with us. Hey, thanks for calling, yeah, yeah. and um, thanks there, for listening. Isn't there one more question? Oh, wait. Do yeah, we want to do one of those? Oh, shit. Did we got one more question? Three questions. <laughs> That's right. This is clunky. That's <laughs> <Yes>, whatever. <laughs> Altoona, Iowa, uh, United States, August 16th, 2006. Maximus Garcia was the youngest person to ride a motorcycle in the globe of death. How old was oh, he? A. What? Three years, one month. B, four years, six months. C, five years, 11 months. Holy we'll shit. With, <laughs> wow. We'll go with B. 
That is correct. Four years, six months. Damn, in the ball of death. Yeah. Wow. Start them young, I say. Little kids have no fear anyway, right? Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. (laughs) Yeah, ball of death is a great place to put your (laughs) four-year-old. Right? I think the state immediately... You never want to see him again. (laughs) Sam's got to make money somehow. You're going to try that with your grown? Yeah, CPS just appears automatically and just takes your kid away after that (laughs) event. So, uh, Will, thanks again for calling. We're going to let you go now for this time. Thanks for playing along. Yeah, Yeah, Will, um, get us your address, Will. We'll send you something nice out. I would very much like that. Thank you, Miss Emma. Oh, you're welcome, Will. All right. Y'all have a great night. All right. Thanks. All right. Is this uh, is this our last one? I I think so. All right. I think we have on the phone Brian Honeycutt. Brian, are you there? Hey, I'm here. How are you, Liza? Hey, Hey, Brian. Hello, darling. What's up, Brian? Hey, Brian, here's what we're doing tonight. We are playing uh, trivia. It is Guinness World Record trivia. And you get to go up against a misfit. See if you can beat them. So your choice is going to be, let's see, we got cat. Oh, God. The panic is real. (laughs) Or (laughs) how about bagel? What? Oh, yeah, bagel. What? Bagel. All right. So who do you want to go up against, cat or bagel? Uh, I'll take cat. Oh, <laughs> All right. So Nock is going to ask you uh, three questions, followed by um, each question will have three choices. If you do not get it right, cat will have a chance to steal. Let's All see right. how you can do. What do you got there, Nock? <laughs> All right. India, November 29th, 2012. Monty Star A. This is the guy's name, Monty Star A. Oh, this dude sets a lot of records. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> Stopped two running Yamaha motorcycles using only his blank and blank and kept the engine stop for 6.47 seconds. <laughs> Good oh, God. dear God. I hope it wasn't his scrotum. Yeah. <laughs> the, the answers are A, ears and thumbs. <laughs> B, teeth and hair. C, penis and scrotum. Ah! Oh, Jesus. oh, God, no. Oh, boy. So the answer to that ridiculous fucking record, that is a record. It sounds like an accident, actually. Yeah. A, ears and thumbs. B, teeth and hair. C, penis and scrotum. He's just Hello? speechless. Who, who needs to go? Me? Yeah. yeah you get the choice. What is your choice? Uh, I think it's A. Ears and thumbs. That is incorrect. Oh, that is incorrect. Cat, you, you get a chance an opportunity to steal. steal here. So I'm like severely upset about this, but I think <laughs> it's B and it upsets me more than C because I can't imagine fucking with my teeth like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And and you are correct. It is teeth and hair. Ah! All of these options are awful. Yes. (laughs) He's using the hair as a cushion for his teeth or something? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Nock, what's the next question? All these records are in India. Why are they all in Uh, India? Because they like to set records in India. Okay. India, November 30th, 2015. Bharat Singh. Parmar (laughs) rode the longest motorcycle. How long was this motorcycle? A, 47 feet, 7 inches. (laughs) B, 54 and 1 third inches. C, 86 feet, 3 inches. Wow. It does not say one third. Who measures in a one third of an inch? It does not say one third. Like, what kind of barbaric practice is that? 3 feet and 1 and 3 quarters. People use the metric system. There we go. All right. How long was the longest motorcycle ever ridden? That's A, 49, 7 inches, 
49 feet, 7 inches. B, 54 feet and 1 3 quarter inches. C, 86 feet, 3 inches. It's your turn. Is that mine? Yeah, yeah it's all you. What's your choice, Brian? Uh, I'll take uh, choice number C, the 85 foot one. They, that is correct. Wow. Oh, yeah. Very good. And you guys, I want to say, um, the previous record to that, um, it was a little bit shorter, but I was watching this video, and they're doing it on this busy street in India, and they have all these guys like running and riding alongside because there's cars and taxis, and then he got stuck on a speed bump, and they all had to go run and lift this like 50-foot-long thing up over the speed bump. It was hysterical. All right, Brian, here's your next question. All All right, India, 19th, November 2017. Bunny Sharma and the ASC Tornado's motorcycle team were the most people on one moving motorcycle. How many people were on that motorcycle? A, 17. B, 39. C, 58. Answers are, again, A, 17. B, 39. C, 58. Uh, Do I get to go first? Yeah, Yeah. you go ahead. Uh, Let's say 39. That is incorrect, sir. Ooh, Kat, you get to steal. Fuck. Uh, it's 17 or 58? I'm going to go with 58 because 17 is so low. All right, 58 is the correct answer. Yes! Damn. Yes! <laughs> How do you get 58? That's it. I'm just bike. saying, yeah. I'm just saying, we you guys, we should steel. look at going after some of these records. Oh, I, Where I got, the fuck did you find these? Most beers consumed <laughs> while uh, so, being dragged behind on a milk crate. Brian, I think that one went to Cat. <laughs> Yep, she got it. Yeah. <laughs> Never the, nevertheless, Brian, um, everyone who plays, we want to send you something, so get your address to us and we'll send you something nice in the mail back. Or come to oh, the garage. Great. Yeah. Yeah, thanks so much. It may be a topless photo of Emma, though. It may be. <laughs> well, I'm okay with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, darling. You're cool. making friends everywhere, cool. Emma. Thank you for playing, Brian. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All okay, right. thanks, guys. Yep, All bye. Right, bye. Right, thanks. Bye-bye. All, All right. right. I think, did we get through it? Yeah, we did. We got two questions, so we can't do a three uh, three round jammer uh, here. Boy, that was that was excruciating. <laughs> I know. It was fun. That was one of my harebrained ideas. But you guys, looking at some of these records, I'm saying we should set some. Down, the down. office chair one. No, the office chair one is totally doable. It's totally doable. And you know, the, yeah, but you the need key, a big heavy bike though. The key is you need a heavy bike. You're putting things on wheels. The key yeah. is with the office chair one is I know where people were going wrong. They were doing it level or downhill. If we do it uphill, mm. we can get way more than that. That's it. Is there not there might is there guidelines to it? Well, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, we, if you want to research what, that, Charlie, what, go, go right ahead. What's the distance on that one? Did it say like? Because um, I mean, anybody could just like know. move a couple mm. feet. It was just like a bunch of like highway speed. College. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you need to do is get a lot of children because they weigh less. Yeah, we need like that a kill chugger. Your we need like a chugger, like a like a big heavy kind of cruiser style. Like a like a thir- VTX thirteen hundred. Is that what? <laughs> no. Here's what I'm saying. There's a lot of yeah. records that involve like speed yeah. and height, 
and uh, distance and stuff like oh, that. Not, but not then there are these really these other records that are crazy. Wait, I, I think really <laughs> any of our bikes out of the torque to do record of insanity is nonsense, Charlie. The motor guzzi would be happy to pull. Oh wait, I got eleven people on a scooter once. What? There are you guys. There was a couple more questions left. Let's just play it in the room. See how you guys can do. Because I'm not sure how you mess this up, Knock. I don't know. Me neither. Yeah, I know. All right. Hey, you guys. All right. In uh, Argentina, 1995. Oh, I missed that one. Emilio Scotto completed the longest ever journey by motorcycle between uh, January 17th, 1985 to April 2nd, 1995. And they said it's the longest journey because he never returned home. He just kept on the move. (laughs) Does it count? He covered over 214 countries and territories in this 10 years. How many miles did he run? Listen, that could be half the homeless men in Santa Cruz here. The options are are 215,000 miles, 457,000 miles, or 997,000 miles. Second option. Yeah, I think 400 odd thousand. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. Isn't the earth only like 200 something thousand miles across? Kept going well, around he, the block yeah, a whole exactly. bunch of times. Exactly. I know, I know but, but just to give it pers- some perspective, that's that's. All right, we got one yeah. more. Um, I'm going to ask Emma this. That's one line Let's of see longitude. You, actually, <laughs> Emma, you're yeah. going against Bagel. Okay. Ooh. All right, Emma. Yes. January 2017 in yeah. Mumbai, India. Yes. The largest parade of Bajaj motorcycles. Wow. Bajaj. 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 How many were in the largest parade? Of Bajaj motorcycles was it A one hundred eighty seven, no B three hundred twenty four, no or C one thousand and eighteen. Oh, one thousand and eighteen. That is incorrect. Bagel, do you want to steal? Really? Mm-hmm. Well, then I have to go with the three hundred and whatever it was. Three hundred twenty four. Three hundred twenty four. Wow. Do we know anyone with a lot of? Uh, Bajaj motorcycles so we can uh, I have three <laughs> yeah I know he's got a lot then, of possessed, right, you know what I mean there's one more that knock you just went right past these didn't you I, I alright but I found this in shape so 324 Bajaj but August 2008 at Isle of Man the hmm. record for the largest parade of BSA motorcycles put on by the BSA Owners Club UK in right. Laxey Village yes and it happened to be the 50th anniversary right how many bikes did they have? Yes. Was it? Uh, here we go. Was it A, 218, <laughs> B, 518, or C, 1,018? Is this the record of the BSA. most hand jobs in the alley? BSA and Isle of Man. And what year was it? 2017, last year. Last year. No, I... Oh, wait. I, two th- no, sorry. 2008. 2008. 2008. Yeah, it'd still be up there. It's either 500 or 1,000. Um, I'll stick my neck out. I'll say 1,000. That is incorrect. Bagel, do you want to steal? Uh, what were the choices again? 218 or 518? I have to go with 518. That is incorrect. Oh, really? it's really it's just two hundred and eighteen BSAs in Isle of Man. Seriously, they couldn't have just gotten well, all the kids is, together. At it once? is an island. How oh, yeah? How many and, metric and it's, tons it's, of oil it, was it is, put in the water? It is tough to get bikes to yeah, the right. islands as well, right? So yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Nah. That's a good point. Yeah. Right. Hand me a beer. I was just so, being nostalgic over BSAs, darling. Hmm. Yeah. 
you were telling me about some Tinder woes you have. <laughs> okay. So and then I started kind of like rolling my eyes and not paying attention. What exactly were you trying to tell my me? My eyes are still rolling. Uh, okay. So this is definitely a uh, Sorry. classic Whoa. millennial problem. So Tinder has been kind of rough on me lately and that's mostly because I post pictures of me with my motorcycle and uh, so in the past what like two months of me just being bored uh, wait is this because you're trying to attract somebody who likes motorcycles you know I don't even know at this point because I don't go on dates with these guys because I went on one tinder date and he was so fucking crazy that I thought I was gonna end up in a garbage bag oh Jesus so do you guys works do you guys find it hot wait somebody who the tinder a rise or is it intimidating isn't the tinder where you get plowed like you said <laughs> no that's grinder <laughs> no no that's <laughs> tinder is totally the straight version of i want to get plowed grinder is like the yeah. gay version of i want to get plowed. so yeah. which one gets you plowed by? wait which one is but blender both but it depends on who you get plowed by. Blender. <laughs> no so i posted so up pictures of me with my motorcycle and i was like hey i ride motorcycles i don't really have any other hobbies just just being honest and i ended up having to make an addendum in my ad saying that no i will not take you on a ride on the back of my motorcycle <laughs> because grown-ass dudes would message me and be like hey can we go on a first date and go on a ride and i'm like sure what do you ride and they're like oh well can i ride you on the back bitch. of your bike <laughs> I'm like definitely not gonna ride on the back of my bike this is kind of embarrassing for me right now um, oh, hold on hold on no i don't because, have passenger pegs hold on for the longest time that was a thing where dudes would try and meet chicks and say hey you want to ride on the back of my bike now you have Charlie dudes who say to do that to me <laughs> now you have dudes saying i want to ride on the back of your bike that's kind of cool it's, ain't a, it? it's a bold new world yeah so beyond <laughs> that though it turned into this thing where i now uh am like the tinder director of Tinder motorcycle fairy. advice because <laughs> now instead of people asking me out on dates I get asked questions about motorcycles <laughs> <laughs> so I get messages like hey you seem like you know some stuff about motorcycles I was thinking about gotcha, bitch. <laughs> like what would you recommend and so I'll give them motorcycle advice and I'll be like is that like okay cool like here you go like, you know this is a dating website and right? they, they like unmatch me after I give them motorcycle advice because they're like hey thanks that's all I wanted and I'm like wow. oh now I feel like the tinder motorcycle fairy which is kind of nice because like <laughs> it's not really I don't know it's kind of creepy to go out I got an idea why don't you just like put strangers. a whore dress on and go to the bar like normal people well see like I, that's not uh, it just it devolved you don't into gotta this. worry about the motorcycle shit you know what I'm saying it just devolved into me giving people motorcycle advice over tinder and I wanna give on. people motorcycle advice I like to point tinder. out that's how that I met my wife she doesn't have to dress like a whore and go to the bar cause she dresses like a whore and comes to the garage oh shit <laughs> shots fired what was your foot, hey. footwear of choice in the garage today because high those, heels make me a whore those are pumps I they're they're called funny. wedges. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. A wedge is a sandwich. Let's, let's get that straight. Right? A wedge is a salad. You know what a wedge is. No, 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 no. Wedges go in salads. A wedge is a sandwich. No, I, 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 I thought that's something you did to gentlemen's <laughs> underpants by pulling them up at the uh, Only if you're in the alley. Well, that's a slice okay. then. That's a pizza, right? So, Look, that's so, how I met my wife. That's all I'm saying. So, so you're saying a word dress in a bar. You know so, Kat, what, I mean? what you're saying is if you if there are listeners out there that are on uh, Tinder, they should hit you up with their questions. 
<laughs> sure. Hit oh, me up with your motorcycle questions. You it's know what you could do? You know, no, no, no. You could put up just like Craigslist ads do, where people like list all that shit where they're like, no, don't ask me this question. Don't do that. Don't do this. So you could say like, hey, you know, this is my criteria. Don't ask me silly questions. I'm looking for a date. Well, at Keep this point, I'm not even looking for a date. I'm just amused by the fact that all of my Tinder ads are like motorcycle question related. Okay, guys. Ser- <laughs> now, all right. Seriously. I'm wondering if she posted a picture, say, of her Ninja 250 and said, hey, guys, I just got into riding. I'm looking for somebody to help me out. That's would you think idea. she would have better luck with somebody no, 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 who's no, no, more no, no, established? No, 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 no. That bike I, you no, got I'm in your saying, parking lot there. You know that bike you got in your, in your uh, driveway with the rust and the fucking weeds and shit over? I know. I'm just saying, honestly, Kat, do you think you might have a better chance of finding something who's looking to help a young woman out? Um, Is that the type well, of person I, you might like to meet? I, I don't need help. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying that's just your ruse to meet the type of person who would help somebody. Yeah, but but I I don't want help. No, 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 no. no, But right there, there's that difference between like a lot of guys are going to be like, oh, let me tell you everything about this and mansplain every fucking thing thing for the rest of our time. I get mansplained by dudes who don't know their fucking ass from a hole in the ground about motorcycles. And I'm like, they're fucking over here going like, well, you should buy this. And I'm like, do you have a bike? Have you ever ridden? And they're like, no, but I like, I watched, you know, Moto GP and I watch a TV show and I'm once. like okay yeah. so you're gonna I tell me Knight about Rider. what bike I should ride and clearly I should be riding in what booty shorts and a tank top right that's super hot on a Busa <laughs> like, <laughs> you totally need some pod filters yeah and and like I get a, a split mix 50-50 of like absolute complete asshats but that are you, like mansplaining me to, to death about motorcycles that they've never ridden and then the other half which I like actually enjoy is guys and girls honestly asking me like like, hey, what would you do? And then I get like this percentile that read my ad and go, well, still, but I'm special. Give me a ride on the back of your Listen, bike. This is how you meet guys. You got to learn how to play an instrument, play in a band, bro. I play the piano. There you go. You know, I don't you, care. Billy Joel plays the piano and he's got a dope crib. Like this, this, this went from me like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go out on dates to like now I'm just like. Oh, yeah. And he's got a wicked motorcycle collection, too. I've oh, yeah. It. You know Billy Joel's collection. Yeah, well, you know, Christy Brinkley tried to get him to get rid of his bikes. He yeah. said, no, Christy, no. Smart Was it, didn't Joel. he try to date a girl with no arm? No, that was the drummer from <laughs> Def Leppard. He only had one arm. No, 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 no. This Paul McCartney was yes, married he married to a woman, woman with, with one, one arm. Like, thank yes. you. Well, let's well, no, right she had on. one leg. So, wow. There it is. There it is. So, See, there Kat, you go, Kat. <laughs> Kat, thank you for your well, tales there, of woe. There you go. What do you mean there you go? What does that mean? I don't even fucking follow that. But I know. I think Mike gave her the best advice. Play the piano a girl with one leg. I think Mike gave her the best advice. Just dress like a whore and go to a bar like everyone else. There you go. That's how I met my wife. doesn't work for me. <laughs> Doesn't work for me. You, you dress like a whore, Mike. Yeah, she yeah, didn't well, like my know. dress. She still says it. It's <laughs> like that was some she stupid like dress it up I ever in arguments. Yeah. <laughs> that was the dumbest dress you ever owned. I said, well, well you know, Mike, Mike wore booty shorts. <laughs> your shit don't fit me. <laughs> so, Kat, will it make you feel any better if I let you pick the winner of our Patreon prize pack of the month? Is it me? Maybe if you stop telling me I dress like a whore. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, just from that the, might make me feel better. Just, just, just from the just from the ankles down today. <laughs> okay, we can we can go back to like you know when, when women are supposed to cover their ankles. 
that'll that'll make me feel so much better. Yo, Liza, you need to come in with one of those full body dresses next week to cover up everything. I don't know how you know I got in trouble about? in this one. Hey, Mike. The burka, yeah. See that box in front of you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Can you shit in take it. a look, see what's in there? The swag. So this is, is time to give something back to our Patreon subscribers. Because they're fabulous. Of which, hey guys, Scott here is a subscriber and we want to thank you. Woo! Yeah. Hey, yes. thank you. Wait, you're not I, getting this I'm shit tonight, this to Scott. Scott. No, <laughs> his name is in here. Everybody who oh. has, who has uh, contributed oh, you might some shit tonight. Uh, it's a pink five dollars or more. Their name is in this bag. And what we're starting to do is we're starting to get some really cool stuff, and we're gonna make some pretty awesome uh, packs. This one, this is a pretty I think it's about pimpin a hundred dollar prize here. Yeah. So, Mike, what is in this month's prize pack? Well, What's the in the box? The first thing I have here is a uh, rubber fist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> is it like is it like a Trump hand or is it like no, no, size? It's, it's, no. it's perfectly sized for a girth monster. <laughs> okay, well, no. So okay, um, no, the, you you get a rubber hand and a subscription to Grinder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so subscription to Grinder. Right. So the first thing we have in here is we got a um, a chain cleaner, brand new chain uh, brush, chain brush. Yeah, okay, chain brush from stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tools. Because I think it's something that a lot of people are do the not, do the big one last. Big one yeah, yeah. What else is in the prize bag? What's in the box? Ooh, that. That, I'll tell you, is oh, $25 is off at twistedroad.com, the motorcycle rental. Yeah. That'll give you a $25 credit towards looks, your next rental. Or if you list your bike, you'll get a $25 credit. Yeah, it's mm. basically, it's like a, it looks like a little mini postcard with like a vintage uh, Yeah, it's a really cool looking postcard. The, uh, yeah. But it's 25 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's a it's a $25 gift card. All Super right. What cool. else is in there? Oh, your favorite. Oh. Dick warmers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> evil can evil dick warmers. <laughs> you, you, sure, you sure they're big My right. favorite. The horizontal stripes make it look longer. I'd have to fold. I'd have to fold mine in half to fit oh. this on it. Oh my god! <laughs> the horizontal stripes make it look wider. Uh, yeah. Wider. There you go. <laughs> we got some evil can evil socks. Yeah, evil can evil socks. My stance. Those My are easily Those are the really most nice. patriotic cool. socks. No, no, not else, not that one yet, darling. What else, what else is, is in, there? in there? Does it say mega box? No. Is that like a fake vagina? Oh. All right. <laughs> We've got a... How did you get to there? <laughs> Icon. Oh, the mind of Mike. Oh, We've got man. an Icon Motorsports uh, pink women's uh, shirt because everybody has that lady so, friend who exactly. would have that shirt. Should I try it on? Demonstrate? I think mm. you're thinking highly it's of medium. People I would, I would, hope, I would <laughs> hope smash this shirt around yeah, my shoulder. Yeah. Trying to I, get we'll stretch it out, man. I, I think I it is fair to assume that if you're a Patreon subscriber, you are either A... A lady, or B, you know a lady who would appreciate you a gotta, fine yeah, you probably got a fine or C, check. Or at you least we hope you know being. a lady. Oh, you yeah. can't give that away. I want that so bad. Hear that sound? I threw it in there. Ooh. That's the sound of the alien coming out of your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm All just right. kidding. And uh, so we got a little motorcycle guy. Little toy it's a wind up wind motorcycle. Up motorcycle yeah. It's looks, a Kawasaki. Yeah, it looks like a Kawasaki. <laughs> because it's green. It's lime green. Yeah. That is right. I want but that. I Give saved me that. I saved the best no, it's in the price pack. The mega so box. So I saved yeah, the, the best for last. Mm. Okay, hold on one second. And this is something I use at the shop frequently, and so I thought it was really cool oh, and I wanted that's to add super it. Cool. 
So you're really giving all this shit away. Yeah. Yep. This what? is a Noco Mega Boost. Is my name in that? This is a battery charger slash maintainer. What I really like about this is that this is one of those that will revive a dead battery. So you can put it on maintenance and it will yeah, reverse comes, the polarity. Does it come with the connector? It'll desulfate the battery and some batteries. It'll yep. desulfate batteries what? and uh, yeah, make your battery last longer. So battery maintenance is something we really weren't doing before, no. but now you can make those batteries last exactly. a lot longer. Are you pulling the name right now? Hopefully uh, this will go to somebody who's got four seasons. Pull and they can put that this, this price like package is and so valuable. How much is it? How, what's the price on that Mega Mega Boost? Oh my God, really? Yeah. $69. Yeah. $69. Yeah. $69. I thought they were more. And the winner. That's a high price to pay, baby. Mason Rickard. Oh, Mason Rickard. Mason Rickard. Mason Rickard. Is that guy over the pond? I don't remember where that Mason. sounds like an over the pond name. I don't think so. <laughs> Can you guys uh, put that in the box with all the prizes and I'll right. make sure to get them? Hey, out Mason Rickard, congratulations. Yeah, well, Let's well give him a round nice of applause. Good you. job, Mason. <laughs> Also, thank you for uh, subscribing to us on Patreon or contributing. Yeah, Mason, like all of our Patreon subscribers, is awesome. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you, awesome. all of us. So, Mike. Tinder. Okay. Grinder. <laughs> I can't get it off my head now. It's like, you know, Tinder, 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 Grinder, Grinder, Grinder. You know? I do that thing where I repeat shit a lot. Speaking Sorry, of Grinder. You things over and over? Yeah. Speaking of Grinder. Yeah. What have you been working on out there and why did I yell at you? <laughs> oh, uh, Mary's bike. We, um, the muffin and, maker. Yeah. The, 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 the shit I think out we of came it. up with a name. We're going to call it the, the muffin maker. <laughs> Mary, it's, uh, Mary's got a Suzuki Savage 650 and, um, and Emma, I mean, what did I do? Emma did fucking everything today. No, I didn't do everything. Oh, I'm throwing you under the bus. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, what we did today was we um, we disassembled the battery box. Yes. And uh, we, we moved it. We yeah, we built a mount where the old charcoal canister used to be. Yes. Uh, but in order to do that, we had I had to get a smaller battery. And, um, and but it's we, still a good size battery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it'll still kick over. So yeah. basically, if if you've seen the Suzuki, Suzuki Savage, I haven't seen a lot of people do what I did with it today for some reason, and I'm figuring that I'm going to figure that reason out soon when I start rewiring it. <laughs> but uh, it's got this giant battery right in the middle um, that looks like a toaster. So I we wanted I got rid of that entire thing and I wanted to clean out underneath. I so think you should have just put a toaster there. Yeah, I, I know who to ask too if I need it. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot up pop tarts out of the side of it. That'd be oh, awesome. Yeah. Yes. oh man! Yeah, so I mean, most mm. of the time we we basically had to disassemble everything we did last week or the week before last, was it? Yeah, just to get to the the place where the charcoal canister is, because you right. know, working in that area, it's like right under the back of the swing arm, right behind the engine. I, I got. The I frame. gotta say, if I pull up to the garage and I don't see Mary's bike on a stand in some state of disassembly, I, I start to worry. <laughs> like, that needs to happen every week. It you see like. me, though, always in the zone. Oh, you're always in the zone. I was like, Mike's doing some shit. I'm going to say shit to him. <laughs> He's busy. I'm like laser focused. Yeah. Um, so the normally what we do is um, I was actually going to ride my bike this week. Yes, that's right. And um, I blew up my little green truck. I blew yeah. up my mm. truck. If anybody's so, got a oh, dope no. truck. So, Emma, oh, wait. Emma Water pump? I, I'm thinking that Bagel has more running vehicles than you at the time. He does because oh, no. my, my truck's down, my jag's down, mm -hmm. 
Um, the RF 900's good, but I'm too cheap to pay the back edge on it. Right. <laughs> the Guzzi's okay. I'm still having fuel cavitation problems because the the fuel pump used to live in the tank. It was an in-tank pump. Mm. But because I changed the gas tank now, it's a standalone fuel pump, and I'm having cavitation problems with it. So it hiccups occasionally, and that's it. And the Goldwing's nowhere near finished. So basically you're fucked sort of yeah, yeah she kind didn't of. have any way to get the welder up here so i didn't have any way to get the welder up here so mike <clears throat> kindly drove all the way out to monterey <clears throat> picked me and the welder up we came over here um and then when we're done with the podcast he's driving me home which is really sweet because i'm sure oh, wow, you'd rather be home with mary and the uh, and freya just Freya. Okay. <laughs> oh. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Hey, wait, yeah. Unless Mary dresses like the night you met her. Exactly. Yes. Okay. In horse shorts. <laughs> um, okay. Wait, I thought that's what you were wearing. I, we were both wearing them. She had the, she had like I'll never forget it. Gold sequin miniskirt. It was the craziest thing Actually, ever. It was like 70s gold. He was that weird shit. LeMay. You know? It's funny too because yeah, when I think of Douglas, I just think of his horse shorts too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in the newspaper with those horse shorts. Ain't <laughs> nothing wrong with being a whore. You know, you make no, money, man. Um, right. But back Hustle. to the uh, back to the savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think we're done with the fabrication now. We've yeah. done the fender. We've done the stays. We've done the battery box. I got a question. Shoot, you yes. put on the mini Abe's. Did you have to extend any no. cables or anything? No, I was kind of like I did a little bit of research on it, and Mary wanted to go a little bit higher <coughs> with the bars. I just got eight inch risers. All the parts I got for this bike um, are pretty sick from uh, TC Brothers, and and they've got. A really, really um, amazing kind of little catalog of um, so really great can, stuff to she's do. She's comfy with those bars. They're not like above her shoulders. Not at all. Them. They're actually still, they're still just below the shoulders. That's good. Because that's just the way the bike sits. It's no, a it's short a nice bike. riding position. It's yeah, very similar bike. to the GZ250 or the Rebel 250. It's cool. really small, you know. But um, we put a fake oil can in. So the whole entire work we were doing today was like trying to get that battery out of there, you know, to clear that area right behind the uh, carburetor to mount the oil can. And so what's going in the oil can? Uh, wires. Electrics. Not yeah. oil. No, not oil. <laughs> we oil get, goes in the engine. We yeah. got we got a mess of electrics. The reg rack is going it, outside because, yep, you know, yep. red, needs, reg racks get hot. It needs to produce yeah. heat. So yeah. it needs yeah. airflow. So that's going outside. But everything else, all the taillight connectors, all the alternator connectors, the starter relay, mm. stoplight switch wiring. Yeah, so just basically. stuff it all in the, in the oil tank. The problem was that, like, they give you a couple different options on how to mount this tank and uh, the frame on the the suzuki savage is pretty narrow it's almost yeah l just less than five inches we, so. we actually had to notch the frame to notch get the, the mounting. frame a little bit but i wanted to make it not uh permanent and temporary because what i have to do is i have to drill a hole behind the back of it put a grommet in it and disconnect all the connectors for uh the electrics that are going in which is like the ecu the starter relay um and just stuff like that and then put them inside of the can pull all the wires back out through and then resolder them and then pull them back in. I appreciate that you do things proper. It, well, no, we're, we're going the, the distance. This should be the first. Well, you see the rest of my bikes. They, they're ten foot bikes. You know, you come up real close and you start to see that the, I didn't do that. So. My vision for what we're going to do with this is, if you imagine the oil tank's like a drum, and what would you say it's about three four inches diameter? Something yeah, like it's like a coffee. Yeah, it's like a coffee. It's, can. it's like a big coffee can, mm -hmm. and the yeah. ends come off. Yep. So what I think we should do is we should hard bolt everything onto a flat tray that fits right in the middle. Yep. And then and we bolt it all it on, take it, slide it in, 
put the end caps on, you're done. It's super sanitary, it looks really, really cool. And if you need to do any work on the electrics, you just unscrew one of the end caps and just pull the tray out, and it's right there. What about yeah. the wires? Well, I'll leave a little slack in there. We'll leave about eight inches. Yeah, the, the wire's going to come out the sides? Well, no, no so the, it'll the, come up the, in the back? Yeah, we'll have the wires coming out in the back. We'll just do like a D-shaped yeah. cutout. And then when you pull it out, they'll just kind of roll out with them, and then when you push it back in, it should fold back in. Yeah, we can and it'll be like it. a circuit board, but not a circuit board. It'll have all the components on it, like and added I, to it. I think what we should do is we should do the oil tank in black, same as the rest of the bike, mm. but do the end caps in chrome. I was thinking that about would doing look it. super bitching. Mm. I was thinking about doing it, wrapping it in leather. Yeah. Oh, you could. That'd be better like, still. And then doing more leather, cool more ass, leather. Like, uh, I like leather. On the side of it. Have you ever seen my leather whore dress? <laughs> I have. I've seen the leather paddles, though. Oh, yeah, I like my leather. You have, to, you have to figure out how to mount a riding crop on there and see if she notices. Oh, a riding crop? <laughs> Don't What's even that? get me started with riding, riding crop and boots, No, darling. see if Mary notices the riding crop. Oh, she don't notice shit. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Oh. Set it up with all the dominatrix gear, see oh. if she notices. Oh, she listened. Oh, no. She was pumped. Uh, Tally uh, ho, darling. It. When she got on when I put the handlebars on, because the only request that she actually gave me for the bike when... when like last year when she had the baby was like I don't care I just want my apes I want my mini apes back <laughs> and I was like and then I was like okay this is what the bike's gonna look like with mini apes too you know it looks sweet it I looks gotta tell cool, you right? that bike is beginning to really really come together yeah. it's a bitching looking yeah. thing it's the best looking savage I've seen yeah I'll tell far. you the, the finish on it is I'm gonna powder coat the um, the swing arm again since we have all those new right. welds on it and then the whole uh, the fender the tank the front fender is going to be um, like a rose gold with a shimmer and then I'm going to do I, I'm trying to convince it to do a nautical theme so I could tool in like a like a kraken taking down a ship on the seat and then do uh, like anchors on the grips and shit like that and then I'll make her side bag with like you know I don't know like a wicked looking compass on leather, you know, and all types of like cool. I'm shit. sure we'll be posting pictures. I think it's going to be it lucky charms, but it looks I good. So, thank you. Well, you know, the Sc the Scandinavian countries, the great seafaring nations, That's right. and <laughs> it's either going to be sure. like a nautical thing or it's going to be Scandinavian themed, right? So, but I got to tell you, Vikings and wizards and shit, bro. Hell uh, yeah, maybe wizards, <laughs> like a big fucking Nordic like gods, like a troll or yeah. like like Thor with a big ass like fucking mac down right. sword and shit. Like, Is there fuck you, yeah. motherfucker, don't touch my bike, Odin. <laughs> But it's mini. I, I, you know, I made a Thor helmet at work out of a Triumph headlight. <laughs> Bet. Yeah, I'll, it's pretty big. Oh, huh? yeah. It's, it's, it's real good on my head. Well, I tell you, thanks for letting me uh, do the work here. I appreciate it. And I'm sorry I forgot about the grinding, but I get, you know how You're I get grinding in the zone. grinding underneath my neighbor's window. You know, I get in the fucking zone. While she you know how I get all flu. pumped in shit, you know? I got the agenda going real yeah, tight. Yeah, why you the know? fuck were you parked in the driveway? That's where the yes, only shade know, was. Yeah. I'm shady as fuck, bro. Like you know how it is. Yeah. Canopies. I just shaved my head, bro. I had to stay in the in the in the shade. Look at me. I got baby skin. <laughs> so top tip: do not grind under your neighbor's window. Baby window. That's a, if that's you want to yeah. keep a good relationship with your neighbor. Yeah. Top tip. Yeah. Um, hey, I want to say real quick. I was. I think I was able to help someone today, and this is something. Um, it's pretty typical. Uh, Daniel came in on his Ninja 250 that he said he's been having trouble with it running right, where it would uh, just uh, it would idle and then just stall out, or it would suddenly start revving high. Hmm. And well, the hang on, let's back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, you know, what? What do I need to do? I think I need to jet it or do something. I said, well. 
first of all, I was buying time until Emma got there. But I said, <laughs> you really need to go over all the basics and check everything. Right. First thing we realized is that the throttle cables were sticking wide open. So you pulled the throttle open and it would stay there. And I saw the ends of the cables were orange colored rusty. Mm. So I said, first thing we got to do is we got to make sure that the throttle is snapping right. back. And because what you don't want to do is start chasing down um, jetting and adjusting the carburetor when you may have some mechanical things externally that are causing how, the problem and then you just keep compounding the problem. How, right. how did he deduce that it was jetting? Because he read it well, on the internet or something? Yeah, or he's what? just taking a shot in the dark. Yeah, he's not exactly. Shot. It's a shot in the dark kind okay. of thing. And But I knew enough to start asking more questions and somebody says, I think it's jetting. Well, we're not going to jump to jetting yet. Let's check the basics. Yeah. So I taught him how to use um, the the throttle, the cable loop. Well, and this is the thing too. I said, well, we need to loom the cables and use the cable loop. And I come back to him and he says, yeah, I used the cable loop. It's good. I said, did you use the tool for the cable loop? He goes, oh, what are you talking about? You just spray so the throttle. So you just spray the cable. The end like of open each air, cable. spray it, just... <laughs> it's good. So it's like, all right, I taught him how to do it. And then he went and did uh, his uh, pull, push and pull on the throttle. And he did the choke. Because that was another theory of mine yeah. that it's possible that the choke cable wasn't returning fully. That is possible. So I said, we, we can't deduce anything until you check basics. So then we got all the cables moving well. And he actually, um, it turns out the ca- it wasn't the cable so much as there was some dirt underneath the throttle assembly. Mm. So oh, he took I the see. throttle assembly off and there was gunk in there. Yeah. And then he was able to oil that up. And I told him to WD-40 the fuck out of all of the moving parts on the uh, carburetor. Just get all those moving. And then I noticed that the rubber boots uh, attaching to the carburetor, not to the engine side, the clamps were loose, mm-hmm. like physically loose, like a, a bracelet on your wrist. Oh, right. They weren't even fast. They weren't even on the neck he, of that thing? When he oh, man. put uh, the carbs back on, uh, they forgot to tighten that. Mm-hmm. That's important. And this is something he never checked. Right. And these are just kind of basic stuff. So I said, before we start getting into diagnosing it, we need to make sure externally everything is sound. So once he did that, then Emma showed up. I'm like, good, now I can send Emma in to do the diagnostics, but know that she's not chasing down any phantom symptoms. So you were able to do some adjustments. And the reason I said there's some history here, because he showed up, oh gosh, I want to say 18 months ago, Mm -hmm. and the engine was toast. Hmm. And he he sit, he changed the engine. You talk about Evan? No, no, this is a guy named Daniel. Daniel, Evan did very very nice guy. Yeah. He did an um, engine swap. Wait. He did he did an engine swap. Because, he did it himself. Yep. Oh. Was this Evan's bike? No. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. No, when Evan never had a yellow. Yeah, yeah he, he did. did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I think this was Evan's ninja. bike. It might have been Evan's bike, but yeah. you know when he first showed up, eighteen months ago. Um, the engine was toast. It's like, you're done. You need a new engine for this. Mm. And he found an engine. He switched the, the engine over. It, it was great. And I think that's where he forgot to tighten it up. But basically, he, he tightened up the clamps. Air screws were all wrong. Set up the air screws. And it ran great. Right, because they were adjusting things without having exactly. all these other things done. So just a reminder, before you really check the dive into diagnostics, check all the basics. That's, that's like a really peculiar case because he has basic maintenance issues but he just swapped an engine yeah it's something not, you don't do as a basic thing he swapped the engine but didn't fix the carburetor right yeah, yeah. The carburetor well, might mean, have, was that the problem all but along? no if you ever have and you, you you've really got to be careful with this stuff because it is flammable if you ever suspect you have an air leak 
Mm. Number one, you usually you can hear it. You can hear it getting that sucking noise from around the carburetor. But if you can't hear it and you still suspect you've got an air leak, and the symptom of an air leak would be you rev the bike and it stays high and then comes back down or there's a flat spot or something, and it's, yeah, you know, you're really not sure. If you get flammable fluid carb cleaners good even easy start but for god's sake be careful because it is flammable spray it around the carburetors and if you the revs spike and the revs jump up you got an air leak because it's drawing the stuff in your carburetor should be airtight when it's bolted up onto the bike and i'm not talking about the air filter i'm talking about the front of the carburetor where it joins onto the inlet stacks mm -hmm. that should be completely airtight and if you spray flammable fluid around there like carb cleaner and the bike revs up you got an air leak and you need to fix it i lit my ninja on fire doing that yeah exactly <laughs> i was there uh, it was um, funny <laughs> i have yeah i set a higher booster on fire at work doing exactly that as yeah. well nice. and it's like get the fire extinguisher it was that kind on a fire yeah so you know you've really got to be careful anytime you've got flammable stuff um we just beat it with oily rags I, we, does was, a propane torch work okay too just like mm. letting like uh, letting the gas out of the propane like whoosh. no no, no oh, in. oh god no oh, propane god. no I mean, that'd be a good way to lose your eye yeah. that'd be a good way to lose your head knock all right yeah Crazy. no um you know it's flammable stuff is scary stuff i mean um but yeah we got it running it, it ran great and um yeah by the but way my my truck dropped a valve right, by the way so that's my current project i'm um, and you know it's funny it's it is motorcycle related but it shows how far cars have come how many miles do you have on think? oh 200,000 it's oh, done shit. a ton of miles right. but the engine if i was to show you the engine as without giving you a sense of scale you would think it's out of a bike yeah. It's all oh, right, yeah. it's all aluminum, it's twin cam, it's four valves per cylinder. The cams on it are just ridiculously high. Bucket and mm. shim, everything you'd expect in a modern sport bike engine. In a friggin' pickup. Really? Four banger? Wow. You know? A little um, four banger? Or? Yeah, a little four banger. It's a little okay. Mazda B2300. Yeah. It's been a great little truck for me, but it dropped a valve. Nice. So, I think it's time to get to emails. Email time. Right. But before we do, real quick. I wanted to ask Scott a question. Scott, so you're kind of a new listener. You discovered us? Yes. And you're like, uh, hey, that's near me. And <laughs> tell everyone how you discovered us. I love this. <clears throat> I found you through the article on the American Motorcyclist magazine. Hey! Right. What? Right on! Cool. People do actually read that stuff. It's not just for the insurance. Well, thank you. And yeah, I, it was a wonderful article that Dan L. Lynn wrote about our trip to Pakistan. So I'm glad that you found us. And uh, you messaged, hey, can I come on down? So sure, come on down. You got to spend the day with us. Was it everything you hoped it would be? <laughs> oh, it's everything. Everything I dreamed of. And Easter eggs, too. <laughs> Were the dodos <laughs> in that dream? Oh, yeah. Easter eggs. Yeah, and also, you got some meat. Mm -hmm. Had a good time. But there is a question we ask everyone. Yes. And I'm gonna about to ask you, what's your up-the-butt bike? Does anybody ever make you guess on this question? Make a guess? Well, some people make, we can kind of tell. Do. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know what the top like, butt-worthy bikes are. What do you um, mean, like a 20, but 20 since you're riding an ST1300, you look like a V-Ride kind of guy. No, 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 no. No, Scott and is instructor. <laughs> Scott uh, is right. Before we go any further, it should say Scott is riding the most 
beautiful pearl white ST1300. Is it ex-police? It is. Yeah. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful looking bike. We had, a, we had a little chat about ST13 so, and my own history with them. God, what a fantastic yeah. So we know that he likes sh- boats. <laughs> <laughs> Motorcycles but that resemble Jesus. boats. Damn. Damn. boats. Damn, Liza. It's a beautiful you went, boat. You went for it, huh? The closest thing that it is to the up-the-butt bike is it's a V-motor. Mm. <laughs> okay. I, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to say... Tanagali? A very butt-worthy bike. Oh, I'm going to say so like a vintage Vs. Indian. Close. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, all right. Mm. What if, um, well, it could be, it could be Ducati, too. Mm, not if it's good. Italian. Oh. 90 degree. Mm. Oh, Motoguzzi. Yes. Yeah. Go. Oh, wait, but what, which, which Motoguzzi? T850. Yeah, that's a wonderful choice. Oh, God, what a crushingly handsome Ooh. bike. It just looks like a motorcycle. Like yeah. Look at that. <laughs> yes, that's the shape. That's, All right, yeah. cool. We'll have to put that on the list of butt-worthy bikes. Hey, um, it's time to get to emails, and I want to read one from uh, Tom Hey, Tom. Tom P. He says, hey, all, in the last... What, what, what was his last name? P. 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 Like P. Like cat P. Like letter P. P. They must be related. Oh, okay, <laughs> very good. <clears throat> says in the last podcast, Liza mentioned that she'd been on the Tale of the Dragon, but did not like the road, and that it was too dangerous. Well, <laughs> no, I like the road, but there's so many people on the road that it kind of hampered the fun because there's... What about like a Monday morning? Too many people. Yeah, you have to really go. Mm. You couldn't uh, that it's hard saying? because it is such an amazing road. Mm-hmm. People come from all over to go on it. He says he lives in Atlanta and rides in the area several times a year and that mm-hmm. there is so much more there than just the Tale of the Dragon. So get out your Google, Google map and take a look at these roads that are all in the same area. And I've been a lot on a lot of them. Um, there's the Cherahala Skyway, oh, Highway yeah. 68, nice. south out of Toleco Plains, mm-hmm. uh, Wyo Road, Highway 28, Highway 281, 215, 276, 441, Charlie Creek Road, and the, of course the Blue Ridge Parkway, but gotta watch right. out for the hikers crossing the road mm. on the Appalachian Trail. <clears throat> yep. And uh, no, I've done a lot of these. I remember doing one that had these amazing switchbacks, and unfortunately, earlier that day, a gravel truck had been on that road oh. and every turn <laughs> it dumped some gravel oh jeez so you gotta bring out your supermoto and we were on <laughs> Harleys oh that's not fun it oh. was not fun that at sucks. all but um yeah there are a lot of great roads out there um up in the mountains but again not as many as we have here and um uh, yeah, the writing was good there, but yeah, I mean, a lot of those roads are great for cruisers. Um, not as tight of turns as the Dragon. Mm. Douglas, what have you got there? Uh, case of sleepiness. Oh. Um, I'm tired. <laughs> wake sorry. up, Douglas, wake up! All right, uh, I got an email here from Matthew. Hi, uh, Matthew. Looking to move to dirt. He says, I am here in Oregon, 30 years old, and because of the show, my wife is taking her endorsement class this summer. Oh, my God. Yay. She refuses to ride on the back of mine. 
cool. Good for uh, her. Good job, smart been, girl. Been riding since September of last year. Started on an Elite 250 and picked up an 08 Excellent. Versus in December. Nice. nice. And already put 550 miles on it and loving it. Good. I rode a friend's XT250 on some dirt a couple weeks ago, and now I have to get my own dirt bike or dual sport. Yeah, I'll do it. Do it. I only have a 30-inch inseam, and I am 275 pounds, built like a hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Samwise. Uh, but should I sell my verses? No. no. And get a good dual sport or scrape up some cash? Yes. And get a beater <laughs> dirt bike dual sport? Yes. If so, what models should I keep a look out for? All models. Uh, I do have a rig to haul my bike to play in the woods, so plating or a plated bike is not necessary, but would be nice. I, I I'm the DR three fifties are are pretty fun bikes. DR three fifty just put some yeah. knobbies on your verses and you're good to go. No, yeah. um, <laughs> the TTRs are great. The TTRs, like, but if he wants a plated one, but he's a big guy though. You know, it's got a it's got a little bit sauce. You know what I mean? So I mean, the TW two hundred has smaller fat wheels, and yeah, it's a bit. No, it's it's gonna be that's gonna be a bit anemic. It it goes back to the DR three fifty. Um, or the DRZ I'm, 400. I'm a big fan of starting people out on smaller bikes to where you can put both feet down. Yeah, the DRZ is a bike. very tall bike, actually. That is and then, true. Mm-hmm. Especially on dirt with no traction, you want to put your foot down, and then as they get more comfortable, they, they'll know if they want a bigger bike. Don't you guys feel that the CRF 230s are actually good? Oh. Yeah, those are great. CRF TTRs, any uh, the place of displacement under 230, 250. But you're not going to find them plated, right? Well, I mean, he said he's got the option to um yeah um that ttr that two that ttr 225 i was gonna say if you're just starting out especially if you've got a rig to drive it to to the dirt yeah. ttr 225 is a great yeah. place to start yep. yeah do we remember where it was made brazil right hmm. it's a brazilian bike um great start and just stone reliable i mean jim uh, naked jim mistreats yep. his terribly and he just keeps on asking <laughs> for more Look, hey, don't you not want to have a plate bike just because if you ride somewhere to go ride dirt and like and you crashed and you don't have a ride home like riding your bike to the tractor well but if you're going to do events that are like these ADV events you still want you a trailer bike. Bike. Well, yeah, yeah you but, still, but you, you still gotta have a plated bike you yeah. can have a plated bike and then truck it yeah. and go ride dirt bikes but you know yeah. if but, you if you're just trying it out to start yeah. just a cheap TTR 225 and it's a lot. Try it out. You like it. You're going to turn it for more than you paid for it, or yeah. the same, That's and just get resale. yourself something a little taller and it, a little bit more powerful. To start out on a non-plated bike and try it out, than it is yeah. to find a plated bike. Plated bikes uh, are a lot more expensive. Here's the thing that I think all of us learned this lesson. I know Charlie, Doug. I, uh, you buy a dirt bike, you get something smaller, you start out smaller, cheaper, and then we've been like upgrading, upgrading, upgrading. Like we've all gone through a bunch of bikes. Don't think that what you're getting that you're going to be committed to for life. Right. And you'll find out that you want it to do different things. Like maybe this, is, and this is also Oregon, too, so the plating process is a lot easier. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Maybe, California. maybe you want something more for trails. Maybe you want to do road a little bit better. Maybe, you know. But remember, you know, dirt is not for everyone. Yeah. I've never made the transition to dirt, nor really want to. I mean, I've been riding street bikes forever, and I just don't feel okay on the dirt. I'm going to throw a wild card out. Because our good friend Jocelyn is out there breaking the cherry on her new GS300. And, you know, maybe getting a new bike in a GS300 might be a perfect bike for her. Well, that's got to be a what? 
$5,000 for the new BMW GS300. Yeah, oh, wait a minute. This is the one that's made it's for a mini, driving. It's a mini GS. Right. Wait. You can get in an adventure riding, okay, but it's a on, on, smaller, on. lightweight bike. Yeah, but it's got 17-inch wheels. I'm just saying. Dirt. I mean, he wants an actual dirt bike, which is... I've done 17-inch wheels on dirt. It fucking sucks dick. Right, but he said that he's got a shorter inseam, right? Built right. Like a it, Hobbit. I'm just trying to think of a lower well, bike. Well, I, I get that, but That's it's, all. it's not even about this height. It's, it's talking about, about performance. The, the handling of a bike like that uh, on the dirt, because it's it's going to be a handful. You're not. It's you're not going to be able to learn because. All right, you're so you need to get uh, what, what, a TTR 125. Yeah. yeah. Once yeah. you build up the skill set, it doesn't matter how tall the bike yeah. is. I mean, these tall dirt bikes are still only 200 pounds. You can just put tip toe one foot. Yeah. And you're fine. Yeah. There's a lot of good options um, out there. It depends what your budget is, but um, I'd say anything like 90s on. But here's the yeah. one thing a lot of us have learned: if you can get a, if you get an e-start, do. Like mm-hmm. TTRs, yeah. DRs, yeah. they'll come Kickstart or E-Start. Get the E-Start if you can. It's just better because what you don't think about with Kickstarting is when you're stuck on a hill and you're like not really able to touch the ground except for like one of your toes on the left side. Well, and, bump start. And no, because you got to go up the hill because most trails are one way. So if you're stuck on a hill, you got to go up the hill. You've got a, a Kickstart only. I've, you're going to be trying to Kickstart on a fucking hill climb. Just get. The east start. I'm just saying right. this. I've gone down one-way trails to then go back up. Thanks, Charlie. Because that's good, good story, Charlie. Cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you Breaking can't just ride up, is what I'm saying. Anyway, so that's, I think we've all learned, if if you can get an e-start, get one. So, yeah. thank you, Matthew. Um, Knock, what do you have there? Oh, uh, did you give me an email I can read without stuttering? I did. I gave you the <laughs> shortest one we have. <laughs> this one's from... Who's it from? Actually, you know what? I'm going to say this. Dear Misfits, you suck. Bring back Zach. (laughs) Sincerely. Sincerely, Yuri (laughs) Berrigan. Hey, Yuri. (laughs) Hello, Yuri. We love you too, Yuri. (laughs) He's the best. Oh, Yuri is the bestest. Cat. Oh, God. You got got an email there? I do. From Donnie Jackson. Hey, Donnie. Donnie. Uh, Oh, you gave me this one. Yeah. Uh, hello, folks, especially Cat. <laughs> I appreciate. Wait, wait, is he is he the guy that hit you up on Tinder? <laughs> Grinding. I appreciate the young female writers because they have the swagger and confidence I so enjoy seeing. Mm-hmm. Too many too many women act one way around their friends and another way around the guys. I love a person <laughs> that is for real all the time, and Cat seems that way. Um, I think I'm just too awkward to try to fake anything. <laughs> uh, question, Allegedly. Question was raised about riding in New England or where the snow flies. Um, I'm behind in my podcasts. Uh, I ride an 05 Harley Sportster and have ridden down nice. to 17 degrees. Jesus fucking Christ, wow. dude. What's that wrong sucks, with you? Fuck. <laughs> that that's too cold. Very. Uh, only thing stops me is once they lay the salt on the road. Yeah. I stop riding until at least a good two months, two rain showers <laughs> in the spring. What we do is use premium gas with no ethanol and add stable um, yep. right. to yeah. the gas tank. And since I've gotten a carbureted bike, I shut the gas and run it dry. Mm-hmm. Uh, every two to three weeks, I crank it, warm it up, and then shut off the gas and run it dry again. 
topping off with premium gas and stable when needed. I also keep an oil-filled electric heater under the bike cover and about an hour before I need to start it, I turn the heater on so the bike is warm when I crank it. Nice. Mm. This is all located in a garage with usually waist-deep snow all around. Did I mention I live about 30 miles from the Canadian border in upstate <laughs> New York? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. This guy sounds like he really likes bikes. Yeah. Rode on my first bike, an Indian, at three years old. Oh, wow. Uh, rode my first bike, a Harley 175, uh, at about nine and got my bike license at 14 and started on a Cushman scooter. Nice. Cool. And then he got Cushman. another Cushman that's a little later of years. Uh, at 15, I got a 100 Kawasaki, and at 18, I got a 125 Elsinore. Mm. Uh, at 19 to 20, I raced an XL250 Honda mm. hun, uh, Honda on a 100-mile enduro races and mm. fin- finally got an 80CX500. Mm, yeah. And then an 80... This guy's bad. A That's lot an old man's bikes. bike. Uh, and the <laughs> 81 1100 Goldwing. <laughs> an even older man's bike. Put it down for about 20 years and then picked up back up with the Sportster. Currently have an 84 Yamaha dirt bike uh, with a blown engine and I picked up uh, that he picked up for free uh, and collecting all the info he can to convert it to an electric bike. Hey. Uh, Since the engine was a stressed frame member, having to build the bottom portion to the frame to hold the batteries. Cool. Um, too old for an up-the-butt bike, but <laughs> really like either the Royal Enfields, a Triumph Bobber, or a blacked-out Moto Guzzi. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plan is to retire, get an RV, and an electric scooter for the wife, and a zero dirt bike for me, and hang out, nice. uh, hang on the back of the RV and travel. Cool. Uh, you guys keep up the good work, Donnie Jackson. Thanks, Thanks Donnie. Donnie. Thanks, what a great email. So, I think we have... Sorry, go ahead. So for converting that bike to an electric bike, um, I would definitely look up, uh, look into the zeros because they do, uh, they do, there's a lot of people who have converted gas bikes to electric with the zero motors and batteries. So you could get a crate motor and a controller and batteries from zero? Uh mm. Like, you could actually go to them and go, hey, uh, how much yeah, for the crane motor and zero batteries? And for an extra two grand, you get their whole bike. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. And that's the thing is what when you're getting a zero, um, they use, I mean, they use high quality parts all around, but what you're paying for is the the batteries, the batteries. and the controllers and go, the, the motors. Go, go to Harbor Freight. We saw a big electric motor there yesterday. <laughs> we saw so much shit at Harbor Freight. It was crazy, man. That was... I know. Well, cool. Thanks for emailing. I think we have time for one more email. Miss Emma. Hello, darling. What do you got there? This email is from Justin Rennie. Hello, Miss Fitz. My name is Justin. I'm a motorhead from sunny southwest Florida. Hey! Uh Uh-oh. I recently purchased my (laughs) first bike, an old 1990 FZ R600R, which is the predecessor to the R6. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a great bike. Mm -hmm. Five-valve head. Lots of valves in that bike. Lots of valves. Actually, there is a great article in the new updated Cycle World magazine. There about is indeed. The FC, yeah, the FCR. So anyway, he's. I've been having some technical issues now. As we know, it doesn't get too cold here, but lately it's been in the 40s to 60s, and mm. I've been having cold start problems once the bike is warm and it runs and starts up no problem. So when it's warm, it starts up no problem, but mm. the cold starts bad. 
Um, but when it sits overnight, it does take a bit to get it started up. Have you run into this issue before? Yes, I have. So that's not when you pull out the um, the torch, and that's when you want to just take um, the whole right. engine up. Warm the entire fucking yes. thing up. And is there that's anything right. I can do to help it? A little backstory. I bought it not running. Two, puck up, two pickup coils and a regulator later, hmm. I had it running, rebuilt and tuned the carbs, but have not synced them up yet. Hmm. So... Justin, um, on the Mikunis, on your um, bike, it's got an enrichment device for the choke. Choke works one of two ways. When you pull out the That's choke... That's a little thing on the side. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, on the left-hand switch, you, you, you push mm -hmm, the lever mm -hmm, down. Mm -hmm. And when your bike's got a choke, there's two types of chokes used. The old-fashioned way is there's a butterfly that cut off the air supply. This is so an actual choke. It was an actual choke. And that's where the name comes from. It chokes the air supply. And this enrichment, does this have the diaphragm? It's got diaphragm right. carbs on it. Yes. The second type, which is the more modern type, and really the far more common on Japanese bikes, it has an enrichment device. Mm -hmm. When you pull that lever, it opens a plunger on the side of the carburetor, right. and it actually draws gas up from the float chamber in a dedicated jet, which actually, it really looks just like a brass stack. And it draws fuel up there and shoots this extra amount of fuel in the carburetor, and it just helps with a cold start. The trouble is, they're very, very small inside, and especially if a bike's been sitting, which I know yours has, they get plugged up and even though you clean the jets in the car and you clean them up you absolutely have to clean not only the brass stacks for the um choke but the float chambers as well because it's got its own little passage in the float bowl of the mm. carburetor you know and i've not thought of this but i mean if the carb is off and it's drained of gas why not use the uh torch it should burn everything out in there right there you go yeah there yeah you go. so um <laughs> <laughs> no, that's got me thinking of all the things you can fix with a torch now what could possibly go wrong putting a torch with carburetors so the um the bad news is i'm afraid your carburetors have got to come out again mm. um the good news it's not that hard on an fzr 600 so the issue is fueling it's not he's got like a shitty battery well, that requires a little I'm, I'm trying to get an idea of whether it's like starting because it is not enough cranking amps or well we or? need more information i mean right. i'm immediately guessing that yeah, the thing's fueling? cranking and cranking and cranking and not right. starting it if when you press the button it's cranking slowly right because that yeah. might be another problem so if it's cranking quickly and it's not starting it's probably carburetor related especially on a bike that's been standing Feeling if when you press the button is right. now you've got other problems but that could be a, a weak battery weak start i'd like motor. to point out though that when a battery is starting to go that's when a lot of times people yep. misdiagnose that it's carburetor issues right. just because the battery it sounds like it's going but it needs to go exactly. it's something as little as that um hooking up to a bigger battery and just see exactly. if it makes a difference so that's here's here's how i try this the first step is to get a car battery and you can jump it off a car battery if you're careful make sure the, the car is off make yeah. sure the car is off you yes. do not want car just 
connect up, negative, negative, positive, positive, stone cold, see if it starts. If it starts right up, you know you've got a cranking speed problem. And that could be a variety of things. That could be battery, that could be cabling, that could be starter relay itself, it could be the starter itself. Yamahas, I've been putting a ton of starter motors on Yamahas lately, hmm. albeit mostly on the cruisers. Because these tiny little starters yeah, a with a gear reduction are trying to start these big V-twin bikes, and they're just like, <coughs> and dying. And I've been yeah. doing tons of them. I don't yeah. know why. And they're not cheap. They're 500 bucks a pop. Jeez. Oh, new starters? Um, yeah, well, we don't, wow. we don't... You don't start... Yeah, you just get we, new starters. We don't put the pattern starters on, the copy starters. We only yeah. put genuine parts on. Yeah, totally. Um, so make sure it's cranking. If it's cranking quickly, and it's still not starting, yeah, it's, it's choke circuit related. So... Cool. There you go. Good yeah. luck. Let us know how you get on with that. Yeah, and the easiest thing to check first would be the battery. Yep. But I, yeah, I know a lot of times people they're they're just kind of hanging in because the battery sometimes works when it's warm, but that's when it's time hey, to let it go. Would it just a little bit more on this? Would it be okay too to once he gets the bike started to put some leads on the battery to see if he's actually <coughs> charging the battery? It's always no. It's always worth checking. Yeah. Um, you know, if ever you want to run a charging jack on a battery um <clears throat> start up the battery get your voltmeter put it on the battery you want to see at about 3000 rpm don't even bother checking it until you get it up to about 3000 rpm with a hot engine you want to see around 14 volts the minimum you want to see is about 13 and three quarters you don't really want much more than 14 and a half mm-hmm. the ideal is like if if you rev your bike a hot engine up to 3000 revs and you see 14.25 at the battery it's just perfect, silly. It doesn't get any better than awesome. that. Awesome. Emma, I do have one more question Yes, for you. darling. If we were to take two motorcycles... Yes. ...opposing to one another... Yes. ...and we had some ropes on them... Yes. ...and we attached each of those ropes... Uh, here we go. ...to somebody's uh, penis and scrotum, who here in the room do you think could hold that bike the longest? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, this is the Definitely new record that we're you, doing? Liza. Definitely you. Probably yeah. Liza. Yeah. Probably yeah. No, Liza. I'm, I'm with Kat. Everyone's, everyone's all looking around, too. Like, hmm, I wonder who. Yeah, but you see, that's not a fair question for me, because what you're telling me to do <coughs> is pick one guy who's who going to get all, like, inflated, and his head's going to get so giant he's not going to go through the door, and just crush every other man in the room. Shall I tell you who could pull it off? Scott. Oh yeah, there. <laughs> Scott could do it and so, no so. problem. Wait, how long have you been married, Scott? <laughs> long enough. It's, it's, uh, so you're, so you're, you're good at dealing with pain. That's it's, why it's I, I, I vote for Scott. And it's, it's hanging practice. low. You know what I mean? Um. Hey, and I wanted to thank everyone for making it to the end of the show. Scott, do you always make it to the end of the show? I assume people like turn off about halfway. Go, what <laughs> yeah, the hell? I do. <laughs> it's in the helmet, so it just plays. Yeah, it just plays. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for if you made it this far, especially to our patreon supporters and um especially to paul especially paul he wrote in last week i know he fucking (laughs) i I got a mouth spanking for him when i see him also miss emma uh recently we sold another uh, emma's army t-shirt oh that's so just a reminder you can go to our our page at motorcyclesandmissives.com you'll find the link to our zazzle page where you can uh get a t-shirt there and can i just mention before we go um a very very dear friend of mine her name is sarah camera and um, Sarah just lost her grandpa 
Mm. And um, it was very hard because she was close to her grandpa. And the reason I'm bringing it up on the podcast, she said, um, you know, my grandpa always looked like Elvis. And she told her grandma about this. And grandma kind of fiddled around in the cupboard at home, pulled out this picture. And it is, the, I think it is the coolest picture I have ever seen. It was obviously taken in the 1950s, and it is this really cool dude wearing a leather biker hat riding a Harley. Mm. And it is the neatest picture, and it's Sarah's grandpa, who she just lost. Mm. If I can find a way to link it to the Misfits, we'll put the picture up, because cool. it is the neatest picture. <laughs> but Sarah, I'm thinking of you. I love you, dear. Great. Old school cool is always cool. It is, it is yeah. the old school. Yeah, Let bring back the leather you. helmets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, again, thanks again, everyone, for listening. I think we're ready to get out of here. And thank you, Scott, for spending the day with us and sticking it out. Absolutely. Thanks for asking. I hope you had fun. All right, we're ready to leave. This is Liza. This is Mike. Micah. Emma, darling. Whore dress. Cat. Now. Doug. Charlie. Henry. And Scott. And we're out of here. Go, go, go. 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 go.